Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the turbulent waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am, as ever, your host and dungeon master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined by Robbie, Lady Gaga, Bellicott, Sam, right. Baba Yaga, uh, Burns, and Ellie. <laughs> Radio Gaga, uh, Sparrow. I'm sorry, I got the best one. I nearly went with Goo Goo Gaga, and mm. I think I'm slightly regretting that one. I should have done that. Radio Gaga. I'm keeping Radio Gaga. You've said it. Now yeah, it's mine. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. How it works. no, it's canon. It's canon. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so this is uh, this particular episode. We're starting um, a little later than usual because, uh, as by the time this releases, you will all have already found out. Uh, we recorded a little special something. Uh, for yeah. when we hit a certain actual milestone. role-playing game, Shia LaBeouf. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf one-shot. Uh, so this is really the second space of role-playing we're doing today. Yeah, we're all a little insane. It's great. Yes. I'm here for it. Wibble. <laughs> mm. uh, Wibble. Okay, so uh, I think it's that uh, special time again where we focus in on our scrying orbs and see if future us have any messages from the present. Hello, it's Future Jason with messages from the present. First of all, I'd like to talk about our newest sponsor, Libris Arcana. Libris Arcana offers monthly or quarterly dice subscriptions. Head over to librisarcana.com and for less than 12 US dollars, so just under nine quid, you receive a set of seven premium dice and three randomly selected bonus dice each month to add to your ever-growing dice collection. Robbie, I'm looking at you in particular. They will ship anywhere in the world. Anywhere. If we have listeners in the Amundsen-Scott Antarctic Research Station at the literal South Pole, I challenge you to take out a subscription to Libris Arcana. They will deliver. I'm particularly fond of some of the names of dice in their back catalogue. This month's dice set is Dark Galaxy. Previous sets have included Apprentice's Error, Cosmic Prince, Heavy Metal Sunrise, Maelstrom, Melted Unicorn, Peridote Poison, Purple Rain, Purple Rain, Sang Royale, Tombstone, Granite, and Universe. In a dark galaxy that no one owns, the fate of worlds rests on throwing bones. Will Sang Royale or Maelstrom rise supreme, or the cosmic prince in his endless dream? Additionally, listen up for a spot from our friends over at Party Advantage during the break this episode. This week on Robbie Watch, Robbie will be an awful auntie at the Playhouse in Western Supermare. If you have ever seen or ridden Western the Supermare, please write in and send pictures. This month, Ellie's company Break the Verse is producing their latest play, Schrodinger's Dog, about a man who wants to kill himself and accidentally takes seven people hostage all of whom have the potential to save or destroy him. It's a comedy! This show will be on at the White Bear Theatre in London, 23rd of October to the 3rd of November, 7.30 each night and 2.30 matinees on the Saturdays. You can book tickets at whitebeartheatre.co.uk. Additionally, Inkwell Investigations, the escape games company that I started, uh, will be at UK PonyCon in Nottingham on the 13th and 14th of October. 
You can find me and Sam in our guise as Professor Inkhoof and Archduke Gallop there. Any of our brony listeners, please come along and play. We will be running a ponified 30-minute version of our game Murder History throughout the convention. Tickets are a tenner if you book in advance on inkwellinvestigations.co.uk. Just head to the booking page and you'll find a widget there. Or 12 quid if you rock up to the stall on the day. We are all of us, all four of us, going to London MCM Comic Con on Sunday the 28th of October. We're not guests or anything, we're just going to go there for fun. But if any of our stowaways are there and you spot us, come over and say hi. We would love to meet you. Possibly we will buy you a drink, depending on the state of our wallets. Well, that's it from uh, future Jason here in the present. Past Jason, what do you have to say for yourself? It's going to be really bad if one of these days we don't and there's just just silence there. Yeah, everybody's going to be really worried. I mean, not as worried as I am every time you eyeball the microphone as though it's going to say something. But um... <laughs> it's, it's, it's the old tap uh, twice for yes, once for no. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Maybe it'll be in Morse code. I learned Morse code this week. Really? Uh, just the alphabet. I can't. I can read it. I can't listen to it because it's so fast. It's crazy fast. Yeah. I don't know how people did yeah. that. It's mental. Um, <laughs> there are there are sort of those. Uh, I always feel like that's the way when you get those old telegraph operators. Mm. You know, the ones where it's literally just tapping the you know, uh, this button and interpreting it from that. Uh, so we're all comfortably arranged today. I'm drinking uh, wine from a gilded uh, uh, chalice in my hands. As befits the DM. <laughs> of course. Yes. Uh, all I'm right. Running on gallons of coffee. So much coffee. <laughs> gallons. <laughs> all right. I'm sticking to the water after all the whiskey I had earlier in the week. <laughs> yes. How did, how was uh, Ireland? All all good and well. <laughs> Belfast's beautiful, oh. and the whiskey's great. <laughs> Surprised you remember it. We got so many drunk messages from you. <laughs> uh, all right then. So, uh, with this uh, cheerful banter <laughs> out of the way, Ooh, uh, I think it's time for flintlocks and fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcimere. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. So, previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party, after discovering the dangers of the shadowy incursion within Crosswater, set about a plan of trying to spread fear and panic in the hopes of alerting the watch and gaining more of a response. Along the way, they endangered and then rescued two new friends. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Uh, Harold and uh, Janine Butterbar. Uh, Harold affectionately known to his friends as Butty. Uh, 
They also engaged in some casual cart theft uh, with interesting uh, side effects and at least one case of um, animal slaughter uh, due to uh, due to aggressive overexposure to psychic energies. Uh, however, on their way uh, out from this particular cot chase, the party discovered a grain silo, which turned out to have been infested by shadows. Despite uh, nearly perishing and uh, using what little resources they still had, the party were able to emerge triumphant from the silo. They rested and recuperated at uh, the Butterbar household uh, in upscale Victor's Grove. And uh, Harold also promised to arrange a meeting with them the following day with uh, Victor Fass, one of the uh, town's, well, the city's clerics, who might uh, be able to assist, skipping them ahead of the queue, as it were, by getting a second breakfast meeting in. On their way back, the party purchased more supplies from the memorable Jimothy Buchanan uh, and emerged back out into the uh, stern afternoon light. With a slightly, there's a slightly cold tone to the light as it's uh, now very, very late autumn. And it's around about quarter past three in the afternoon. You have just under three hours left of daylight. Uh, I will note that uh, we rolled after last week's session for uh, Celestia's addiction uh, to opium. Uh, we forgot to do it during the actual uh, show itself and at the moment Celestia your addiction counter is still at zero. Yeah I rolled uh, well. <laughs> yes. We were lucky. However as you step back out into the light, uh, Scamp, you hear a voice within your mind. So, uh, boss, uh, I mean, friend, um, seems to me like that, uh, that big old jar the, uh, creepy alchemist guy had full of the black stuff was pretty useful to you, right? Um, yeah. I mean, it'd probably piss him off, but, um, you know, I if you wanted me to, I could go a bit above and beyond uh, what we're, what I usually do, uh, you know, what, 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 what we agreed I'd do, which is just, you know, cooking and cleaning and so on and holding things, and maybe I could skipping. go... Skipping. And skipping. <laughs> and maybe I could go get that for you. I mean, it... Like I say, it'd definitely piss him off, but um, the fact is, um, boss, sorry, friend, um, at some point I'd really like to ask a favor of you. So if you can if you can think of any point of anything that you'd like to ask me to do as a favor to pay you back, that'd be really lovely. Um, I don't think we should steal from him. Oh. I think like he might as he'd know and he's really creepy. No, oh, that's true. But, yes. Who are you talking but, to? Friend. Right, of course you are. Um, but 
I don't mind doing a favour for you. Okay, but I mean, you know, the way favours work, you know, don't forget you can you can call on me to do something, you know, above and beyond what we've already agreed. Um, you don't know how to find shadows, do you? No better than you can, I'm afraid. Okay. I could, I could, maybe. I mean, I could look around, um, see if I can find any traces, any bodies at a distance. You know, I can, I can sort of move things around for about an hour a day. So if you, if you let me use my hour to uh, go wandering about, maybe I might be able to find something. That would, that would be a good use of it. That could be good. If you Can could... we hear this conversation? Or is it you... just... No, no, no it's entirely one-sided. <laughs> right, okay. Um, could you check, like, the sewers? Give yeah. Give us a bit more of a precise place to look? Yeah, sure. I could, I could go down and check in uh, check in the sewers. Um, I, I'll, I've, like I say, I've got a... I'll have about an hour of searching time and then you'll need to... I'll need to make my way back to you. Uh, but... But that's an hour that we don't have to spend. Yeah. Uh, as long as they... And, you know, I'm pretty hard to see, so... <laughs> I could do that for you. I'd be happy to. Thank you. Um, um, I'll find a sewer entrance and let you out. Okay. Um, about the favour I wanted to ask of you... Um, yeah? Could you... Adopt a pet. It's like a, a little animal, like a cat or a rat or a bat or something, because companionship's important. What will you do with it? Well, I, I, I mean, I can't do anything uh, with it. It's it'd be your pet. Uh, what I, I my, the favour I'm asking is for you to adopt a pet and take care of it for a few weeks until it comes to, you know want until until it comes to follow you of its own accord a lot i mean you know until it considers you its master okay you're not gonna hurt it are you no but it would be nice to have you know maybe once you're a bit familiar with it you could you know put me on its collar and then it could carry me around Okay, does it need to be, like, a real one? Because I saw a magic one once. Needs to be, needs to be something real. It needs to be an animal. Okay. Um, whatever kind of animal you want, but, yeah, needs, needs to be real. Okay. Thanks, friend. Right, well, drop me off, uh, drop me off at a sewer entrance. Um, uh, I'm going to need to take my skull with me when I go, so... Uh, you'll need to if I find my way back here in an hour you'll need to pick me up okay okay um, and you know so yeah you're just outside Jimothy's shop so and there are grates you know sewer grates and gutters all over the place so you can pretty much drop a friend's skull into a gutter or you know release him so he can go into the gutter himself uh, wherever in town you'd like. Uh, pretty much there, I think. I'll just find the nearest one. Okay. Okay. Off you go. Do you not like him anymore? No, he's going to go scout. 
He's scouting. And you. Oh, right, that's useful. Hmm. Great. Only that's... for an hour, and we've got to pick him up again after. Okay, so we need to be back here at four p.m. Yeah. Sure. And we need to meet the little boy at five p.m. The, new, the little newsboy thing, man. So we've got a couple of things to do. He'll be expecting his other ten gold. Yeah, what do we want to do in the meantime? I mean, um, as we're discussing this, uh, the little, the tiny little silver skull seems to just float out of Scamp's possession, give a little nod, and then uh, this thing is about like an inch in all dimensions, hmm. and it just slips down through the sewer grate, and it's gone. Of all of us, it's probably going to be the least likely to be preyed on. Yeah, I mean, there's probably nothing for them to eat, is there? Let's hope not. It's not really alive, is it? I don't know. Not sure. I've got no clue. So, um, by my reckoning, we need to do a couple of things. Um, we need to look for more shadows, and I think we need to scry on Olga today. Agreed. Because apparently, uh, with a lock of hair, you can be a person. And I mean, among other things, I know this isn't the only thing that she's got on us, but um, she knows where Leah is and she can be me. Regents. So I don't want to end the day without scrying on her. I know that we need to find shadows in the daytime, so we can wait till nightfall, but I don't want to wait any longer because that's very bad. All right, well, let's uh, let's deal with first things first, then. Where uh, near here is going to be a place where there's going to be a lot of naturally cast shadow during the hours of daylight. Belfries... Tops warehouses. of towers, warehouses, yeah. Um, yeah, attics. You, you had the idea of a hospital as well, didn't you, Scamp? Well, if they're looking for weak people. Are they? But it's not going to be people? dark. True, it's not They're looking for dark. isolated people. Um, they can make people weak. Or is it worth talking around and seeing if we find any rumours of people dying? Because surely they'll be near where they killed last night, won't they? Probably. Let's. Uh, that might be the best thing to start with. Just because it, it's a big town, you know. Yeah. Agreed. Um. I mean, shall we start where we were last night and go in the directions of some of the other ones and see if we can find out anything? Do it yeah. methodically, or I don't know. What do you think? We don't know where they went. They could have got anywhere in the city yeah. by now true um so i guess we just start somewhere busy and ask yeah i mean a tavern a market square that kind of thing yeah where's the nearest one to us then okay so the nearest um in terms of nearest taverns and market squares there are a couple of small squares within the uh, glazers quarter nearby but they're in terms of larger squares, you're about equidistance in terms of travel from Castle Square in the centre, Gla- the Glazers Market and Steel Square. Uh, in terms of taverns, I mean, there are, you know, various smaller taverns um, that you might look around for. There is the Brass Lantern, uh, of course, in New Glazers Ward. 
uh, as well, which isn't which is about the same distance away. Uh, and there are you know various smaller uh, taverns around as well if you wanted to just uh, try those for information. Well, last night we were more or less here when the um, the shadows emerged. So, hmm. actually, I'm going to try and find the exact spot where they did, and then work out which way we went Versus. and take uh, one of the other um, directions we saw one of the shadows going off in. It's not going to be much, but it's going to be a start as to what direction they would have gone. That makes sense logically. I feel. Okay. So you um, take five, you know, five to ten minutes to uh, walk down the route you went before until you reach the point, uh, roughly halfway between the sort of bastions of the second city wall, that uh, you reckon was about the point where the where the shadows emerged, where you where you vomited them up, uh, which actually is not that far from the brass lantern. Um, when you go looking around in, in daylight, you can see you were right up against the wall. So you can see now there is one path that, uh, uh, from, from memory, two of them, you believe, went uh, towards... Uh, and I'm going to see, looking at the map here, I'm going to say two of them went broadly east along the streets, two went broadly west, one went due south. Uh, the ones that went uh, east, you killed one of those, and the other okay. one vanished from your sight. It got out of the it got out of sight and blended with the shadows before you could catch it. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't see exactly where the other three went, but you know the directions they started in. Mm. I mean, the the brass lantern that's near where we were. That might not be a bad shout because we don't have to bribe anybody or smooth talk we can just ask true there must be a, a cellar or a, an attic in the place yeah or if uh, but i mean they might have heard rumors of funny deaths by now yeah true. that's more what i was thinking i mean if there's a cellar yes we should check just i mean for the gramanis as much as anything but um but the thing is they they will be easy to ask we, we don't have to be yeah. coy about it that is near here, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's actually... Yeah, it's, nice. a, it's almost directly due south. Oh, so it's where the south shadow went anyway. Uh, like, it's about two streets away, but yeah, it's it's in the broad same direction. Okay, yeah, I mean, what do you what do you both think? Is that a fair Let's idea? do that. That sounds yeah. like a plan. Also, Seems it gives us a chance to check in and check that nothing terrible's happened. Okay. Uh, you head down towards the Brass Lantern. You can see it's... Uh, it's you know it's within the latter part of the afternoon so there's a few uh, a few laborers in whose shifts have ended earlier than the usual working day for whatever reason and behind the bar with a slightly tired look in his face is uh, Mordecai uh, wearing you know wearing his flat cap gloves tweed uh, and tweed looking very human uh, mm. and looks up alright how do you he says as you, as you enter what can I get for you then? Um, uh, could we have three ales? Of course. Pours you three ales, charges you three copper. Thank you. Um, also, we were wondering, as you know, a bar sort who might have heard rumours. Have you heard any rumours of any anything funny going on in the night around here? Any funny deaths? He lowers his voice a little. Yeah, I... I <laughs> 
yeah i've been keeping an eye out for, i've been keeping an eye out for that sort of thing no uh, funny deaths that i'm aware of uh, not not last night although to be honest i was obviously back home last night um i would say though a lot of uh, a lot of the regulars here uh do tend to you know they, they do live around the area so the main shift of uh, the main shift of a lot of the uh, glazers uh, the master yeah more the master glazers than their apprentices they work later hours uh, will be coming in uh, within the next hour or so up until the end of day so if you want to ask the regulars that's more the time you should be doing it they might have seen something they might have not okay good to know um I mean, we don't really want to wait an hour, do we? He's more suggesting that, yeah, you come back in an hour and then, you know, the, when the tavern is more full mm. and then talk to, you know, spend some time talking around. But that itself yeah, might yeah. take an hour. And maybe All we right. should come back. What do you what do you think? Yeah. In the meantime, is there a cellar or an attic in this place? Uh, well, there's the, there's the beer cellar. I checked it earlier today. Um, and the and, well, there used to be an attic, but it got converted into more rooms, and uh, those have been cleaned today. So, as okay. far as I'm aware, those are all uh, safe. But you're welcome to take a look if you want. Just in case, is it bad idea? I, I think if it was um, if it was going to be anywhere, it'd have to be the uh, the cellar. If it was going to be um, the rooms, then there's going to be light coming into that. There's no um, windows in a cellar. Generally. It would have to be the cellar. I mean, if he's checked today. Yeah. Mm. Shall we try a different direction? Yeah. Yeah, let's try yeah. that. All right, we'll, uh, we'll see you later. All right. You finish your drinks and uh, head on out. Yeah. Finish our drinks quickly and head you, on out. You quickly finish your... Down, <laughs> your, down your pints and head on out. Scamp as ever... It, has no effect on you. <laughs> when does that wear off? I believe sometime around the 5th of uh, First Flurries. Okay. Oh my god. It's the 27th of Falling Leaves, so we've got a <laughs> long time to get you in a drinking competition. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. So, uh, you head back out onto the street uh, in the new Glazers ward. Where do you guys want to investigate next? By this point, it's around about... I want to say it's about t- maybe 20 to 4. Because okay. you've done a bit of searching around in the streets, you know, t- uh, talking so to people. So we have to be back in 20 minutes to get friend. Mm-hmm. This is all OC, obviously. It's just getting it straight. Mm-hmm. Um, do you both want to um, have a look in the Warrens? That was the place that we didn't go to, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, because okay. we went towards Spinner's End when we were following the, the first two. Hmm. Think, let's let's try the direction that we didn't get anywhere with. Okay. So, uh, working your way into the Warrens, how would you like to make your search here? Um. I mean, should we do the asking around thing, or should we search, search? Well, let's uh, have a look at just anywhere the uh, the, the physical features of the uh, terrain we're around. If there's alcoves, if there's... Or even if there's any um, weird rotten bits. That was a thing. doorways, yeah. 
any okay. rotting grass or mm. anything like that. Hmm. Yeah, dead stuff, decaying stuff that. Yeah, dead rats, anything. Yeah, rats, decaying times. things, unexpected. Okay, uh, I'm going to ask you for. Uh, at your choice, either investigation or nature. Anyone good at nature? Yep. Okay. Moderately. I mean, could you make it with our help? I'll say that if, as you're assisting with the sort of investigative yeah. aspect when checking with cause as a reference, yes. Cool. Yeah, okay. So, um, with advantage? Yes. Great. Okay, so that's <laughs> going to be a big fat ten. Oh, mate. <laughs> okay, searching around. I rolled an eight and a four. Oh, <laughs> such a bastard when that happens. Searching around, you spend the next half hour pushing even into the sort of 40 minutes territory if you need to. You know where you'll be picking up. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a friend has said that they will basically hide the skull and wait for you okay. uh, to pick them up. So you search through the warrens, checking the side streets, checking dark alcoves and alleyways and so on. But while there is a certain degree of rot and decay around here, it seems more a uh, byproduct of perhaps the poorer substrate of uh, Crosswater society mostly living here. Yeah. Uh, you do notice, as you make your way around, um, there are uh, there, there is here and there the distinctive uh, uh, sort of sickly uh, sort of scent of opium uh, being smoked in various places and uh, at one point we were were sort of following your nose a bit uh, you find yourselves passing by uh, a large sort of brewery building uh, to the south and there is and it seems like there's yeah quite a like there's there's a fairly strong sort of residual scent in this area. Uh, the brewery is dom- is a very large sort of uh, broadly cylindrical but tapered at the top, almost like a like a giant beehive in sort of appearance. Mm-hmm. Uh, a brick structure with a blocky extension. Uh, there are some chimneys up top where there is you know, just uh, steam gently escaping uh, fr- and there is also a very strong smell of hops in the area like there's a there's a, an attached stables um, for the various dray horses that carry out the barrels and you know you can see just huge vats of hops mm-hmm. of these uh, of, of hop flowers uh, to supply the you know, the supply of the beers that are produced here um, but yeah, there is that sort of undertone as well. Um, doesn't really point you toward uh, much towards uh, shadows, uh, but it is something you notice uh, while you're here. And looking around, you do see uh, there is in a slightly faded old sign uh, uh, above the entryway to the sort of stables and ba- uh, main entrance area. A sign saying. Uh, M. McDougall uh, and uh, and Family Brewery. Ah. Mm. Okay, good to remember. Right. Later. Yes. Uh, however, after nearly an hour of searching, no, it seems that you're not finding any clues within the Warrens, at least not today, not without more evidence piling up. 
of oh. uh, where the shadows that fled this way went. Uh, you return uh, to the spot where you dropped off, uh, friend, and there is just and there's not an immediate sign of him when you emerge, but uh, as you look around, you see just hidden in some nearby brickwork, there is the tiny one-inch silver skull. Uh, as you uh, as you approach, scan you here in your head. Ah, hello, boss, uh, friend. <laughs> Bad luck. Did you find anything? No, I I searched all around the sewers under here. I, I, I feel pretty confident that there aren't any within the Iron Ward. Uh, but that's me kind of spent for today. I reckon with an, you know, if you send me down searching somewhere in the sewers or in around an area, I could maybe clear one ward within within an hour. So, like, I, I feel confident that there's nothing under the Iron Ward within the uh, the sewers here. Um, but you know, I, my favour to you isn't fulfilled until I actually find something. So, I'll I'll try again tomorrow. Thank you. That's all right, friend. Did you find anything? No luck. Shit. But it means there's nothing in the Iron Ward sewers. Okay. And we'll look again somewhere else tomorrow, and we can. We think they're likely to go back to the same place, don't we, if it's safe? Yes, I mean, that narrows it down, doesn't it? And we can just keep doing one a day um, while we look above ground, I guess. Yes, I mean, we have... What time is it? By this point, it's now... Yeah, it's 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 pushing fire. It's pushing towards five o'clock, definitely. Okay, we well, need to, okay, to pay we need to go and see the boy. Yeah, we need to pay him, um, and then I guess regroup from there, see where else we can search until uh, it gets dark at six. Around six, yeah. And you can see that you know the sun is already getting low in the sky now. Mm. We uh, can check the pub, see what rumors there are. Yeah. yeah, so let's pay the boy and then go to the pub. Okay, so uh, you head back. T- to the uh, uh, to the Judgment Square Market, and indeed, uh, still there is the uh, is the halfling teenager, all of uh, you know, not bad, not a bad height for his age, two feet tall. Uh, <laughs> I think I th- uh, said before. Yeah, you crossbow sentinel. <clears throat> cool kills twenty eight in three day massacre. In Scarl's Cove, he's been talking all. Day. He's been shouting this all day, and <laughs> as you've meant, as you've noted, you know, not the best uh, vocal technique by and large. Get your shout, get your crossword sentinel. <sighs> Mass murder by shadows in dead of night. Eighteen dead. The number's gone up. <laughs> Don't travel alone. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask him actually. Yeah. We should. Um, we should ask him. Today. He'll have rumors. Yeah. He goes everywhere. Let's ask him, seriously. Yeah. We can yeah. pay him more if he wants, like, you know. He looks up. Oh, hello again. Hello. Um, so how's it been going? Well, I've had some people pretty upset that the that the story wasn't in the newspaper, so I said it was going to come tomorrow, but it's all right, because I've had me and my mates tell a lot of people. Okay, good. Um... Well, you can have your ten gold. Thank you very and, much. Um, if <laughs> he reaches out for it. Yeah, okay, I'll give it to him. If you'd like to make Stuffs some more... Stuffs it in more, his underwear. Oh. Um, have you heard any rumours about funny deaths? That kind of thing. I, I assume you get about you and your friends. Um. Um. 
Or anything weird and rotting where it shouldn't be. Funny deaths or rotten things, anything like that. Uh, I heard there's, like, some, there's been a rat problem at the granary. Um, okay, we, yeah, we, we know about that. Anything uh, else? Um, uh, there was the, uh, there's the notorious cock strangler. No, they caught him last month. He kept strangling <laughs> chickens. Um... I can't really think of anything else, but I'll keep an ear out. Okay. Um, yeah, if you see us around and you have any news, we're willing to pay for it, so... Okay. <laughs> he nods and immediately just ditches the last of his papers and scurries off to hide this bounty that you've just given <laughs> him somewhere. <laughs> Seriously, this is like several months' wages for him. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to buy so many sweets. Um, yep. He's going to be fat the next time we see him, like three days later. Like. <laughs> no, 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 come on, he's a teenager. He's going to try and get someone to buy him alcohol. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, he so is. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to roll for this one moment. As he goes off, you hear him say, Oh, I'm going to visit the Silken Sail. Oh, God, <laughs> no. How old is he? Um, uh, Make a. I mean, no, causing can just see this. He looks like. You know, he's he's a half thing. Is like, the voice is a bit uh, squeaky, but it might be. A bit I'm s- thinking fifteen. Yeah, 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 fifteen at a push. <laughs> you know, he's he's clearly pushing his luck a bit there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I say this in character. I mean, the man who runs the silken cell will probably let him in. He's so desperate. So, um, good luck to the lad, I suppose. <laughs> Gross. So uh, gross! I, um... So gross! I'm freaked out. I, I roll. I Actually, roll. But, but... Roll for his what his what what he felt like trying his hand at, and uh, he rolled a two. <laughs> so uh... I, I I put my hand on his shoulder as he's walking away. I say, if you're really gonna do that, then for the love of the regent, wear a sheath. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's, we do not condone anything we, we, under the age yeah. of consent on flintlocks and fireballs. I'd like to confirm that we do not condone anything like that on flintlocks and fireballs. We really don't. Uh, yeah, he's, yeah, I don't think, I, I he's, I don't think he's, Coulson he's does. Ha- it's just no, no. a case of, well, look, I'm not going to be able to stop him, but for the love of God, I'm not going to let him ruin his life. Yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, yes, this this young, uh, this young uh, newspaper boy is going to have a very disappointing <laughs> evening. He's going to be turned away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so... Uh, it's now about um, five o'clock. You've got a, roughly an hour left of daylight. Pub. 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 Okay. <laughs> you make your way back towards the brass lantern, and as promised, uh, the tap room is now thick with various uh, master glazers and journeyman glass workers and other, and you know, members of other trades as well. There's even a few, uh, a couple of weavers in from Spinner's End, although most of those uh, go to another uh, go to other pubs, um, and you know, maybe even a couple from the uh, of steel workers from the Iron Ward. Uh, come in and yeah there's just all yeah, the, the, the tavern uh, is thick uh, with uh, custom and activity uh, there are numerous people here to interrogate if you so wish although you feel you're probably going to have to buy some drinks to achieve that it's fine I'll buy some drinks all right. Ale. 
Cool. Uh, okay. Because we're not actually here to drink, so yeah. we're not going to buy anything nice. Okay. Yeah. Give me... Give me an investigation check. Uh, and I will allow you to make this with your charisma modifier as a base instead of an intelligence one uh, because you're essentially you're, you're picking for information but you're also trying to persuade people out of information yeah so how do you want me to do this do you want uh, me to like role play what I do or do you want me to just role check I'd like you to do I'd like you to role play what you do and that will influence okay, how the check there. emerges. He looks approachable. Uh, so there's all sorts of people. Uh, there, you know, if you if you there's you know gruff, older looking uh, men and women. We have their hands scarred by years of glass working by you know, hot glass f- uh, uh, fires. Uh, there's a couple of young younger apprentices, some halflings, some human. You know their clothes aren't as nice, but they're you know they've done the best they can. They're you know they're they're, they're looking ambitious. There's uh, one. Uh, grizzled old dwarf who you actually recognize uh from the iron ward uh, he was the dwarf uh, gunsmith who is uh, you know, his apprentices were winding the iron barrels mm-hmm. and so on um there there are a plethora of different characters here so i'm, I'm gonna say uh, if there's like a specific socioeconomic bracket that you want to be pushing <laughs> or just more like a general buy everyone drinks and ask around you know um should we split up and maybe buy we should do one out? each? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah so you guys. I'm gonna can... go for the young ones that are making a bit of an effort with their clothes because I feel like maybe. We okay. So you're going things. for the young ones. Uh, Scamp. Who do you want to? Tr- what sort of area do you want to try and? Uh, um, check? I'll go for the the gunsmith because I can at least talk shop. Okay. Also, you're a dwarf, so. <laughs> Yes, I am a dwarf. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, and uh, Corzin, uh, uh, what sort of area will you be approaching? I'm going to be looking for, well, firstly in the other halflings, but also more broadly, I'm going to be looking for anyone who's uh, who looks a little bit at the, the low end of the economic scale because I know for a fact that they are going to be the more vulnerable ones and they're more likely to be alone and they're more likely to be preyed on. Okay. Uh, because of the way this is going, I will ask... I'm going to do this in turn for each of you. Celestia and Corzin, I will want you to do investigation checks. Scamp, I will roleplay out uh, your encounter and uh, that will entirely depend on whether the dwarf has seen anything. Yeah, so you said charisma... Yes, you can use. You so you can. Use, uh, you're not proficient in investigation, are you? Uh, no. Okay, so you can make this as a raw charisma check instead of a yeah. raw intelligence check. So I'm going to walk up to the one that looks the fanciest. Okay. Uh, so yes, you you look up and it is a. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a strapping uh, young uh, human lad uh, on this occasion. Uh, it's kind of got a bit of a bit of a, it's not pretty pretty uh, yeah, pretty good looking uh, as well they've got that sort of classic lantern jaw to them uh, but you can see the there's you know the few of the trademark burn <laughs> burns and the mostly on the forearms rather than the hands you get the feeling that they wear gloves uh, of an apprentice uh, glass you know, glass worker um, and uh, as you approach, uh, you can see that he's already 
already gotten his way through, you know, two thirds of a pint. And I looks up and I'm like, oh, <laughs> hello, darling. <laughs> Hi. Um, I like your clothes. I appreciate good taste. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. And you can see that um, these are relative. He's wearing a relatively new sort of uh, vest and tunic. It's been dyed red. Mm. Uh, a bit of a flashy color. It's this. I think this is clearly where most of his like wages go. Showboating. Yeah, he's showboating. Yeah. yeah. They try to make a name for himself, and you can see there's there's a small cadre of, or is it a cadre? I'm not really sure. Uh, of, I think it's cadre. Yeah, there's a small cadre of uh, other uh, a group of other. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I've never yeah. heard that word oh, before. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> uh, a group of other, you know, apprentices around him, and he very much seems to be the peacock of the group. Mm. Uh, oh, thank you very much. They cost a pretty penny, and I must say that's a. Uh, Quite the ensemble you've got yourself, then. Great tailor, I can introduce you sometime. Oh, uh, well, perhaps, perhaps. Not that you need it, of course. Uh, No, no, maybe not. Um, Looks like your ale's getting a bit empty. Can I buy you a new one, perhaps? Oh, certainly. Such generosity from uh, one of the Evans. (laughs) Um, And um, so I I buy him an ale. Yeah. Give it to him. Um, You know, it's been a bit of a funny day. I've been hearing some strange rumours about some shadows going on. Um, mm-hmm. I don't suppose you've heard anything, have you? I like to take an interest in current affairs, you know. Kind of takes a moment. And you see his brow furrowed and thought, Oh, I heard about... Uh, there was the big scare this uh, this morning in the market, uh, in Judgment Square. Yeah, I heard and there then... were some things going on last night as well. Oh, no. Uh, uh, and he looks to his. Uh, have you? Uh, uh, he looks to I his, haven't rolled yet. No, no he, he looks to his to his uh, to his glass and drains it and uh, winks to uh, the bar boys as uh, you know. He's just doesn't. He's not actually one of the Grimani. He's just this uh, seems to be hired help. As mm-hmm. uh, oh, we'll have another. Uh, she's paying. <laughs> and after he said that, but no, sir, didn't hear about anything like that last night. Hmm, shame. So I don't get a check. He just doesn't fucking know. He anything. doesn't know, but uh, make a check to ask around about with the okay, other Okay, I'm gonna apprentices. like yeah, flirt with the group a bit. Yeah. I compliment something individual. I like her hair. Talk to me like that yeah, sort yeah. of shit. Um, I compliment something that I notice on each of them, and I ask yeah. them the same sort of questions basically. Shit bollocks. Uh, so what's that charisma? Yeah. That is thirteen. I'm a fucking bard. I can do better than that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So the I buy everyone drinks, obviously. You've well. got Jack of all trades, haven't you? Um, yeah, but he just wanted a charisma check rather. Than oh no, no, you're allowed to. You're allowed to add your Jack because you're you, you're making an investigation check. But normally, investigation uses intelligence as its base. I'm allowing you to make it with charisma as its base instead. Okay. So you can still so add half your more. yeah. You can still add half your proficiency. So it'd be bonus. half proficiency plus charisma. We do maths. That's fifteen. Okay, 50. Uh, all right, so let me think about that. Uh, they, there's a bit of a nod. Well, uh, one of them, one of the less well-dressed ones seems a bit more down in his luck. Um, it takes a moment to think about this. Yeah. Uh, you know, actually, now that you mention it, I was uh, visiting, I was visiting my sister last night, uh, uh, after work and it was it was the strangest things because she lives in the Warrens and uh, 
oh, this must have been pretty late last night. I was uh, I, I, I was coming back after after I'd been you know doing some drinking here, and it was the strangest thing. It's like I, I swear I saw these. Uh, it was like two two folk running through through uh, past a lamppost, but I didn't see the folk. I just saw the shadows. Uh, just sort of dark. Yeah, and I saw them turning uh, turning the corner, and they uh, you know they, and they were heading up. Uh, up through the uh, through the old uh, you know the the, the, the uh, wall the archway and uh, arches in the city wall where uh, heading up towards the iron Lord district um, I you know I, I, I thought some footpads or some or something like that so I didn't really pursue but uh, yeah yeah both yeah both of those uh, yeah I saw two figures uh, and they yeah they seem to be running up uh, north you know, north from there. Didn't so stick through around. the arches to the yeah yeah board. yeah, uh, and looking at your map, you you can see that the the arch he's talking about is the one near where uh, Jimothy's uh, little uh, little crook is uh, okay. in in the you know in the western bit of the Iron Ward. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's the most helpful information you're able to gather from many mm. of these folk. Unfortunately, it seems yeah. that they didn't. Nobody's witnessed any grisly murders or the like yet. Uh, Scamp, you yeah. uh, you make your way over to the uh, dwarven uh, gunsmith. Uh, and you can see that uh, he is quietly enjoying a tankard of uh, light. You know, relatively light alcohol. It's an imported uh, dwarven. Well, import. You say imported, made to a dwarven recipe within the city. Uh, dwarven mead. So only thirty percent proof. <laughs> only. <laughs> uh, he smooth. <laughs> he looks up as you approach. You're just gonna sit next to him and sort of nod. He and then. Get the attention of a, a bartender person. <laughs> yeah, uh, the bar boy uh, comes round as you know, uh, as you approach. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, will it be? Uh, uh, he looks uh, at your beard, <laughs> sir. Judging from, based on the lack of beard ornaments. Uh, of what he's having? Another drink? And I'll buy him one too. <laughs> he looks up. Gives you a, a solemn nod. That'll do, I. Uh, and uh, it's because it's you know it's mead, but it's dwarven mead. You do pay four <laughs> coppers for this uh, for for both of them, as it uh, brings out this nice sort of big big old pint of what you fondly imagine to be very strong alcohol. Uh, <laughs> at the moment, it just tastes like kind of honey, like sort of strongish honey. <laughs> uh, oh, that sounds really good. That's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The uh, the dwarf in question sort of nods and thanks as it approaches, finishes, you know, dra- drains the rest of his mead, moves on to the next one. Hmm. Just gonna sit there in silence for a moment and drink. There's a drink. New to town, boyo? 
Yeah. Mm. Some weird stuff going on today. Don't really know what <coughs> I make of it. <clears throat> uh, by the way, this whole conversation, I realise neglected to mention it, but uh, he does actually greet you in Dwarvish uh, initially <laughs> as well. <laughs> I'm also speaking in Dwarvish as best I can. Which is a little bit dodgy. Because he said, that's that's the truth. Bit of a strange accent you've got there. (laughs) Yeah, I grew up with halflings. Ah, He nods solemnly, takes another sip of, uh, of his ale. Yeah. So what brings you to town? Well, I'm looking for work, but mm. all this strange deaths happening, oh, I don't know if I'll <clears throat> stick around. Um, Takes a sip you of that. heard anything like that? Mm, I heard a thing or two. By... If I was you... I'd stay out of the Warrens. The MacDougals. They killed three watchmen this last week. Oh, well, that's... That happens everywhere. I'm talking about um, shadows. Takes a, another <laughs> draft, nods. Aye, who knows what shadows lie in the hearts of man and dwarf. Well, <laughs> this is so I unhelpful. Mean, <laughs> like, well, someone said those, like, literal, literal shadows, mm. killing. Takes a nod. I did see something a bit strange today. When the when those watchmen shot that lady. But I thought it was just some wizard having fun. Takes a sip. (laughs) I'm afraid I can't help you with any talk of shadows. Shadows, boyo. But if there's anything you want to know about town, well, since you're a newcomer, be sure to ask. The name's Olon, by the way. All on cocks, watcher. <laughs> Camp tries really hard not to giggle. <laughs> nope, giggles. Totally giggles. <laughs> what did you do? A wisdom saving throw? <laughs> <laughs> Just a straight d20. <laughs> but yeah. His brows furrow. Something funny there, boyo. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I knew a, a similar name person who was very different to you. Mm. Just, just contrast. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Takes another sip of his, uh, <laughs> of his mead. You carry on having a very awkward conversation with this dwarf. <laughs> if there is any information you would like to ask him about the city in general, you can, but otherwise it swiftly becomes Not apparent that, that he doesn't really of. know much. Yeah, I might just... 
buy him another drink and leave. Yeah, you, <laughs> you pay another <laughs> another two coppers. Uh, no, I rolled a seven for whether he had any actually useful information. <laughs> okay. Balls. Uh, <laughs> uh, but hey, you know you now know a dwarf in town. <laughs> Should you need a dwarf and gunsmith for any reason? <laughs> um, <laughs> Corzin, uh roll me a gather information check. Up to you whether you want to make this intelligence or charisma based. It would be the same either way, really, because my uh, modifier for both is, is is one. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's see. Ten. Okay. Um, you have a bit of a conversation with the various uh, poorer folk and the halflings in the uh, in the tavern, uh, which are not by and large. You know, it varies as to whether those are the same people. Um, the in fact, uh, most of the halflings are actually some. You know, a number of the halflings are artisan glass workers who, you know, doing moderately well for themselves. It's not a, it's not a, uh, a an industry that really that height and physical strength make that much of a difference in. Uh, but the poorer folk are actually mostly humans, uh, apprentices and such, and. While most of them don't have much information, you do end up talking to uh, a weaver uh, girl uh, from over in uh, Spinner's End. Uh, she, after quite a dull you know, series of chats about how, you know, how those, uh, the, 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 the uh, more upscale textile merchants in Weaver's Ward will put these, uh, you know, home weavers out of business with their factories and such, <laughs> and the new hmm. fabric mills that are popping up, uh, and how these infernal, you know, steam-powered pumps are going to be a problem one day. They're already starting to make their way out of the mines where they belong and come into factories. Um, that aside, uh, you do hear one of them... Uh, one of them does mention mention that uh, uh, there was this. Uh, oh dear, yes, uh, there was. There was, of course, uh, old Nana Crossbones. Um, she was. Uh, oh, she, she she was. Uh, well, she used to be a great weaver. They told us uh, back in the day, but uh, then the rheumatism crept in, and well, they found her in her bed and. You know, we all just assumed that she'd uh, passed away of, you know, old age. But from what you said, is when they did found, because I, I, I was, I was there when they carried her out, and it looked like under the sheets, like she had her hands frozen in place, clutched around her heart. And one of them did say that she was very cold when they found her. Where was this? Well, that was, uh, and she points towards uh, towards just a one of the. Uh, well, she doesn't point, but she gives you directions towards a house in one of the back streets of Spinner's End. Um, that was yes. They, they, no, they found her this morning. Um, but that's the that's the only thing that's even remotely like what you describe. I mean, of course, I heard about the whole uh, the whole ruckus this uh, earlier today in, in the Saints Market. Um, with that, with that shadowy creature showing up, and then, and then that horse's head exploded from terror. <laughs> yes, terror. <laughs> Nasty business that. Um, but this, uh, 
this old woman, was she, uh, was she also a halfling, or was she human, or what? Oh no, uh, she she was uh, she was no she was human. So you know, not not that old, you know, by you know, by by normal people's standards, only in her seventies. Right, I'm gonna think back to the shadows that we tangled with in the silo. Could yeah, there was a female one of those. Yeah, the one in the dress. Make an intelligence Would... check. Okay. Uh, fourteen. Ooh. That one seemed a little spry for an old woman. Like in something about the the silhouette seemed to resemble more of a young woman than an old woman. Fair enough. Okay. Um, just trying to. Eliminate all possibilities. Mm. No, not a bad shout. Um, yeah. So I guess we finish our awkward drinks and meet up at the bar. Yeah. Yeah. I, you. I, uh, um, I, I thank the person I'm speaking to uh, very much for that time. Oh, and, thank you uh, for the drinks. Uh, it's uh, it's the least I can do. Um, hopefully we can we can get to the bottom of this. Oh yes. Poor old Mother Crossbones. Um, you hear me go, I really do love that jacket, by the way, over my shoulder. And then I come over and go, guys, they're so, they're so boring. Oh, God. Yeah. So uh, boring. Both, <laughs> both Corzin and Celestia, you've spent a, about a silver piece on various drinks. Cool. Okay, noted. But, yeah, by this time you look out through the thick sort of glass, uh, slightly uneven glass windows of the tavern. And, yeah, the lights have faded Sunset is upon you. The last lights of dawn. Or the last lights of dusk. I relay what I found out about uh, the ones that went through the arches at the, in the Iron Ward towards Jimothy. Okay, I also relay um, that we have a lead, at least, towards Spinner's End. Should we go there and look for shadowy places? Yeah, should we go there first? I mean, it, it is dark. Is it worth doing it now? Um, or should we go and scry now? I suppose that's recent. It might be worth chasing the lead. Do you know which house it was? Uh, not exactly, but um, we've got a, a decent area. Point being, um, we'd have to go to the university to uh, to get someone who can scry, right? Yes. Well, it is. Broadly speaking, on our way, if we just take a slight detour down towards the uh, the Glazers Ward. I mean, yes, you're, you're already in New Glazers Ward, so. Oh, so we're okay. Literally in which here. case, yeah, we just pop across the bridge, go through Spinner's End, have a look around, continue up through Weaver's Ward, and then go to the university. Yeah. 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 Cool. Okay. So uh, you do so, leaving the brass lantern behind. Uh, uh, Mordecai, or as he's known here, John Smith, gives you a nod as you <laughs> a companionable nod as you leave. I cock my tricorn to him. Um, I give him a theatrical bow. Yeah. Uh, so as you make your way out, uh, yes, indeed, the the sun has yeah, the the sun the last of the golden disc of the sun has set beneath the sky, and there's just the fading light of dusk. Uh, already traffic is, you know, there's still a lot, uh, there's still a few lantern, there are lanterns lit within the Judgment Square market. People are still doing business at this hour and they'll probably continue for another hour or two to try and get the most out of their wares. But there is a slightly nervous 
look and you can and as you Good. Ma- <laughs> as you make your way through you do notice there are a couple you know, there are maybe about yeah you do pass two or three you know patrols of you know, pairs of watchmen on patrol it seems that whether whether because they've taken the threat seriously or they want to maintain a presence to put people at ease there are a few more watchmen out tonight than there otherwise would be uh, so you cross over the bridge cross the cross once again across the footbridge and head into Spinner's End uh, which while not as dilapidated as the Warrens you get the feeling is um, more of a low income sort of you know, area there's a lot more the, the terraced houses here are more tightly set you know, when I say tightly sandwiched together, they are literally narrower. You get the feeling that a lot of these are like those classic uh, houses you get where there's one room stacked one on top of the other and a narrow stairway in between. These are me- these are functionally slums meant to pack in as many people as possible. Uh, yeah, I'm like imagining those Victorian red brick terrace yeah. houses. Yeah. Mm, like yeah. really close to each other. Yeah. Yeah. If there what was kind a fire- of fabric do they make? Uh, they primarily, okay, uh, well, primarily they <laughs> weave, uh, a mixture of flax and cotton, uh, both of which are, uh, sorry, not flax and cotton, flax and wool. Uh, a lot of, in fact, a lot of, there is a lot of wool, which is, uh, produced in some of the hillier p- uh, parts of Brighthall, uh, particularly those near the mountains to the south. Uh, which are you know then shipped by a river barge down to the city where they are spun, uh, and you know there, are, there it seems that the we've, the textiles industry is actually quite a large uh, proportion of the economy of Crosswater. But again, there are also you know there's there are also numerous flax fields and the like which get spun yeah, and so flax is spun here as well. Because I learned a lot about linen this week because I went to Belfast. <laughs> <laughs> And you need a lot of water to to weave linen. Wow. Yeah, cool. and uh, this much it's water. Stay, yeah. Yeah, this much water is damp. easily available. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So it's really yeah. <laughs> it's really bad for the people making it because they're working in water the whole time, so their feet are constantly wet. Oh God, mm. that's oh, horrible. Right. Trench foot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and you can see that uh, along the <laughs> edges of Spinner's End, there are a, a series of carefully regulated uh, water mills. Uh, that have been set up along that side of the river. And they are regulated to allow the passage of barges and river traffic, um, but they do help towards you know, getting uh, getting some of that water up and being easily available to the, the, to the various needs of the uh, spinners there. Um, but yes, this is... The, you got the thing that this is the... Uh, 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 as sections go, uh, this area is a lot is lower income it's more cottage weaving than you know uh, uh, or else the places where the factory workers of the more upscale weavers ward uh, live because the rent is cheap Uh, although still overcharged for what they're getting (laughs) so how do you want to conduct your search here Mm, i mean we could um, we could pretend we knew the old lady. We want to pay our respects to the family, although that might yeah. be a bit grim. 
Um, we hmm. need to know where it is she lived, which we, we could don't just, currently. We could just ask about, find where she was, and then search the area, because it's not likely to still be in the house. Unless they have a really good basement. But then other people would be dead, wouldn't they? Yeah, well, even then, like, there's going to be a lot of people going in and out when someone dies. Yeah, you're right, actually. Somebody else would have died, wouldn't they? If she died during the night, the uh, uh, the shadow could have got out and gone anywhere. Yeah. So we just look around Should the area. Should we look for rotten stuff again? Yeah. Let's um, find the house and sort of span out from there. Okay. Yeah. You have directions to the house, uh, to the, well, to the street in question, so it's not hard for you to get there. Um, around how much time are you willing to spend searching? Well, what time is it currently? It's currently about uh, twenty past, you know, towards to half past six. It's not. It doesn't. And it it's hasn't dark, taken. Yeah? yeah, and it's but it's dark now. The sun has completely set, and you are operating. To be honest, like only the main streets are lit by torchlight. Yeah, but but not by torchlight, but by uh, oil lamps uh, in this in Spinner's End. Most people who want to travel to and from home will carry just a simple candle lantern with them uh, and something which will probably be something probably with uh, greased paper or parchment to serve as you know, to serve as a translucent uh, protection against wind. So uh, I yes. think you know if we, if we um, if we were to dedicate maybe an hour it's still not crazy late to go to the university I was thinking but much hour. beyond eight yeah, we're gonna you know, we're gonna be running the risk of not getting, getting anyone yeah well getting people out of bed even okay uh okay so starting at the house itself and you can see you know the 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 doors are shut there that there's uh if the family was conducting some sort of wake they're not doing it at this hour um, or in the house itself, uh, but starting from there, you you have a place to begin searching outwards. So, uh, are you sticking together as yes. one group? Yeah, definitely. Cool. Okay. In which case, yep. give me. I'm gonna ask you to nominate someone for investigation check with I advantage. I guess me because I'm stupidly the best at investigation. <laughs> uh, do you have a plus Jack two? Of all trades. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It literally because jack of all trades, I'm still shit otherwise. Oh, I dropped off one. The table. One's off the table. Hang on. That's right. Oh, I rolled two seventeens. That's really weird. Nice. So it's actually a nineteen. Nineteen. Okay. So. All right. Let's uh, see what stage this would be at. Okay. So. Uh, you begin the process of uh, searching through the area. Uh, what light sources, if any, are you using? Or are you doing this with the two dark vision capable members doing the bulk of the work? Ooh, um, yeah. I'd say light sources if we can. Um, yeah, no, no. Let's I mean, light some torches so that it looks normal. Because I don't also, be... also, just for practicality's sake, you being able to see in the dark is all well and good, but it's not going to stop the uh, shadows from having a place to jump out at you. No, you're quite right. I think, yeah, let's let's light some torches. As much light as you can. Yeah, I don't want to be walking around yeah. with dancing lights in the streets because people will look. Yeah. Okay. I'll 
I'll take a torch each. Yeah. Yep. So you're using you're lighting your torches, uh, which for the moment we're operating on Hollywood torch rules, so you don't have to replace them every half hour. Uh, Yay. <laughs> uh, I will say that one torch will look like slight Hollywood torch rules. The, you, you know, you're going to use up a torch. Cool. Uh, each, I'll say, uh, during, yep. during the course of this hour. Um, so, thank goodness you're not using them indoors. <laughs> uh, it'd be so smoky. Um, yeah. So you're searching your way. Okay. So you're t- uh, using your torches. You're scanning the areas, and you're just. Looking through, you're looking for signs of rot and decay, anything within Spinner's End that might indicate the ongoing presence of shadows. Half an hour passes. 40 minutes. 50 minutes. Your search is beginning, you're beginning to feel there's a certain futility, but you are methodically starting at that central point and working your way outwards through each of the streets, searching for anything you can. You actually end up on the other other side of Spinner's End, so quite close towards the outer city wall um, in one of those side streets. Um, When I'm going to ask each of you for a perception check. Okay. Fuck. 19. Four. Five. Okay. Emily! Okay. Okay. Like, that's what's happening. We're both so useless. Um, <laughs> we spot each other. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's Down the... Let me just see this. Okay. Okay. Uh, cause it. Yep. You just hear from one of the narrow alleyways between two buildings. Okay, I whip around and uh, look in that direction. Okay. Um, it's... Uh, so you're okay. You'll you'll need to get in front of the alleyway to look, but you rush over there, and, uh, holding out your, your torch up so to give just a little bit of light, and just barely illuminated by the dim lights you know, extending out from the torch, you can see that there seems to be uh, uh, there is a male halfling um, weaver, probably by the looks of it, someone low class. Uh, who pressed up against a wall uh, and this tall shadowy figure uh, in in what looks like an old nightgown like the silhouette of an old nightgown has oh, its shit. hand around this uh, actually not even around this uh, uh, halfling's throat pressed into it their, oh. their, their, and you can see that their skin is or has already gone pale and white from uh, it seems almost lack of blood okay I yell over here and I get in I'm immediately drawing my uh, weapons to cut this thing down okay roll initiative please oh. shit oh. 19 <coughs> 11 8 okay so corner Eleven and Sustia eight and the shadow. Okay. Um, what's your dexterity uh, scamp? Two. Oh, roll me a d ten. A d d twenty. 
three. Cool. Okay, so the uh, that makes it okay. So, uh, Corzin, uh, you are uh, you are first. The shadows about twenty feet away from you. Their hand stretched it. Uh, hand plunged into this halfling's throat. Uh, but and it seems to have noted your presence, but that's all. It's not had time to react yet. Right. Okay. It, this is human sized, isn't it? Ah, uh, yes. It appears just. Yeah, it appears to be the a uh, 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 shadow of some sort of uh, female human. All right. I'm going to run over there and I'm going to attempt to cut through this shadow at the wrist, so that uh, it's um uh it, it, it's. Uh, severed from this halfling. Okay, make your attack. Okay. Nice. That's going to be uh, 17 with the first one. That hits. Roll damage. Ooh, 10. <sighs> nice. And that's particularly with with di- uh, that's with the dishonor uh, with death as well. Yep. So uh, the s- uh, scimitar goes through the wrist, and you see the hand and the front part of the wrist dissolve entirely, and the halfling <coughs> <coughs> seems to get his breath back. Uh, okay, I move myself between the halfling and it, and go in for a stabbing wound to where the gut would be. Okay, uh, just. Yeah, you shove the halfling out of the way because he's pressed right yeah. against the wall. Uh, yeah. And I'm going I'm to stab in with the normal cutlass. Make your attack roll, please. Oh, that's a dirty 20. Oh, nice. Roll, uh, roll damage. Another 10! <laughs> okay. I crit both those attacks. Ah, yes, well done. Oh, okay, so the uh sh- as you s- it slice it, stab it in the gut its whole form seems to quiver for a moment uh particularly as you as you wrench the blade out uh its form is just barely na- now almost entirely diminished there's only a fraction of it left and it seems to use what little strength it has just to regenerate the image of its hand the shadow sees seeing like seems to turn its head towards your uh, towards uh dishonor as if it can perceive it in a more real way than anything else around it and yeah i hold it up in front of me like as a um uh almost like a, a, a as a talisman but also like that's the thing i am uh on guarding it with yeah okay uh it is going to step suddenly and quickly out of your reach so it's disengaging okay uh and it is going actually is it going to disengage no 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 these guys have to yeah it's going to disengage and it's going to try and and just run at its full speed uh down the far end of the alleyway ignoring its prey uh, it moves forty f- feet total, so I'm going to say it can get to the. It gets around the other end of the alleyway and turns left and manages to break line of sight with you. Uh, moment. Okay. Uh, next up, it is Scamp. Can I get into that alleyway, or is it going to be a dash? Uh, the alleyway, I'm going to... Or into to, sight of it, at least. Into sight of it. 
Okay, so I'm just going to state, because uh, it was in the middle of the alleyway before, which was 20 feet from where Corzin started. So the whole alleyway is 40 feet uh, long. So you need to, you can only move 30 feet, so you'd need to be able to, you'd need to dash to reach the end of the alleyway to look around the corner. Oh, um, not much else to do, is there? so I'll do that. Okay, uh, dashing to the end of the alleyway, using up uh, 40 of your 60 feet of movement. Give me a perception check, please. Ooh, 18. Okay, you can see that the shadow has flattened itself against a wall um, so that it's blending in partially with the, sh- with the natural shadows cast by the sort of dim reflected light off the clouds, uh, but you can still make out where it is. Can I get into melee of it and pretend I don't see it? Yes. Yeah, I'll say you can... You, I mean, as, whether you can pretend that uh, convincingly is a different question. Roll me a deception check. <laughs> uh, 19. Okay, you move right up next to it and it doesn't seem to react as if it's seen that you've seen it. So you are right next to it now. Okay, so Celestia. Um, so I've seen where this has gone. Yep. I've seen where Scamp's gone after it. Yep. Um, and yeah, I need to dash as well, don't I, to get to it really? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to dash as well. Okay, you dash out, maybe give me a and perception just try check. And get sight of it. I mean, yeah, you don't really need a perception check. Scamp is standing right next to it, so you can see based on where Scamp is, you just look to the left and go, oh, I see why you're there. And it's not very far away, yeah? Yeah. yeah. So it's it's a twin, uh, basically yeah it's like twenty feet away from the end and you have enough movement to get to into melee with it. I'm if you gonna wanted. leave off doing anything else then. Okay, I was thinking so about yeah. doing an inspiration thing, but that's I don't fine. Think you are to. twenty feet away from the shadow now. Uh, cause it. You are in, uh, at this point the halfling, uh, seeing what's going on, scrambles to his feet and just runs out the opposite side of the alleyway. He's just he is just pegging uh, for it in the, after the horrifying experience he's had. I yell after him, get home and make sure all the doors are bolted. Oh, that'll help. <laughs> <laughs> he... And yeah, uh, assuming he's he's fine, or at least uh, I can't do anything for him, I am going to uh, use my dash action to get around the corner. Yeah, um, you don't actually need to dash to get around the corner. You can get you can get around the corner, though not within melee of the creature with uh, with your twenty five feet of movement. You're about right, 15, okay. you're fifteen feet away from it, it Celestia, uh, from it and uh, Scamp, and right next to Celestia. Yeah. Oh. Because mm. I mean, if I don't need to dash, I could use the blunderbuss, but that's a bit wasteful. Also loud. Also, oh, so uh, loud. Uh, also, um, uh, Scamp would definitely be within the blast radius for that. Oh, I wasn't going to use a. Great oh, right, yeah, slug. actually, no, no, no. with a slug, slug, yeah, yeah, but... yeah. That's also. <laughs> I'm not a crazy <laughs> madman. <laughs> well, mostly. <laughs> uh, but no, no, okay. Um, uh, having uh, having turned the corner and presumably seeing where this thing is, I uh, focus in my attention uh, on it and. Uh, say to it, nowhere to go. Okay. Uh, are you doing anything else? Uh, no, I'm going to try and... Well, I'm, I'm going to wait and see if it uh, scarpers again, but I'm also... Uh, actually, if it's possible, 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to position myself. I know I can't get into melee, yeah. but I'm going to try and position myself so as to close off any exits it has. If you're not using your action, you can get into melee. Yeah, you can dash. Actually, yeah. Okay, in which case, I will. I will dash, and I will get to the other side of it. So okay. that scamps on one side, I'm on the other. It has to pass one of us in order to get away. Okay, uh, you do just that. Uh, the shadow again is going to sort of duck and dive to try and get a, uh, get away from you. Uh, it is going to use the disengage action again and it runs past you causing so it gets uh i'm going to roll luck check for it are there any alleyways it can get to no okay it runs 40 feet down the street but it hasn't had another chance to try and hide yet uh, and breaks line of sight with you so it is 40 feet from i'm going to say 45 like you know 45 feet from scamp 40 feet from causing and 60 feet from Celestia. Cool. Okay, uh, speaking of which, it is Scamp's go. So this thing looks severely weakened. Oh, uh, it is barely visible. Okay, let's do something that'll definitely hit then. Um, frostbite. So it's a con save. Just stick out my hand and lots yeah, of ice. It's, uh, <laughs> that's not melee, is it? It's just uh, within a certain uh, 60, 60 feet. Fantastic. So constitution save. Uh, no. <laughs> it's the short answer to that. So yeah. roll damage. Okay, a silhouette of ice crystals appears on the wall where, where it's reflect. It seems to be uh, uh, plastered against. It holds there for a moment in this perfect silhouette of an old woman in her nightdress. Oh, creepy. And then the crystals fade. Nothing remains. Well, that was horrible. One down, at least. Yes, um, but not the one that co- that created it. That could still be in the area. Definitely, we should no. have. We should keep looking for a little bit, not for too long. I, I do want to scry today. We can't go the day without doing that. Um, you yeah. successfully put old Mother Crossbones Shadow to rest. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm gonna... so glad that guy didn't die. Yeah, I'm I gonna know. walk. Actually, I'm gonna walk out the uh, the alleyway, look around to see if I can. See the uh, the retreating for some. I doubt I will. No, he has double dashed all the way home. Well, okay, fine, (laughs) fine. He's going to be safer there than he is here. (laughs) He's obviously a sensible sort. That woman died in bed. We should really. I mean, people are going to work out that you need to put the lights on at some point, aren't they? Hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Um, Should we have another look round here? Yeah. Just in case. And try and figure out maybe where they came from. See if there's anywhere that would be a good hiding spot. Okay, give me another investigation check with advantage. Again, I'll do it. Cause How much more time yeah. are you willing to spend? Because you spent almost a full hour now. Um, I'm not willing to spend more than 20 minutes or half an hour, personally. Yeah, see the hour out. Cool. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I guess we finish the hour. Yeah, fine. Oh, that's good um that's a 19 again okay uh searching through you don't you spend another 20 minutes searching around this sort of area you don't find uh any more shadows but uh in one alleyway 
a little bit further north um, from here, still within the general area of Spinner's End, you do find um, the body of a uh, young uh, human girl, hands clutched to her chest, pale, cold. Shit. Saints, damn it! How quickly do the shadows come out of them? Uh, well, we saw with the uh, the homeless guy. Uh, Pretty fast. Al- almost immediately. How Although, long? How long has she been can, dead? Can you tell? Can I make a medicine check? Yes. Make a medicine check, please. Uh, eleven. Uh, no more, probably no more than an hour or so. All right. Um, oh, I it's mean, so hard not to metagame when I know these creatures. Yeah. <laughs> You've not done so Well, far. look, look, if they could... If they could all do this immediately as soon as they were um, uh, created, we'll be up to our eyeballs in it already. There's got to be some amount of time when a new one is created before it can make another one of itself. We've got to get it in that window. I suppose, yeah. So, is there a chance that this one's not out there yet? Emerged almost certainly, yes, it has by now, but it can't be far from here. That's. I mean, where are we in in relation to where we were? Um, if you were walk, if you'd known where to go and you'd walked straight, you're probably about four minutes walk, like in a, as you know, in, as a, in a direct line from where you were. All right. So you're, you know, you're still within Spinner's End, um, but you're on the sort of more more northern bit of Spinner's End. Have we All seen right. any guards while we've been doing this? Uh, a few, but they've only been going down the main streets. This area is not as well pre- patrolled as others, even with the heightened patrols. Mm. Right, what I'm going to suggest then is... Um, Alright, it's not going to help anybody if we're uh, found here over this corpse, but let's check around the immediate area. Should we get someone, like, tell the watch? Oh, they're going to find her sooner or later anyway. There's nothing we can do for her now. Yeah, I agree with you, and I don't think it's going to help anyone if we get called in for questioning for hours. We don't have that kind of time. No. Let's just search around the immediate area, make sure it hasn't uh, hidden away in some doorway or something somewhere. Okay. That's the best we can do for now. Try and make sure it's clear, and then we, we've got to go and scry. Okay. You um, find a suitable doorway to prop her up in. And... <laughs> Making your peace with the situation, you move on. You move on. It feel there is a cold atmosphere that seem, that follows you as you make your way up the main street through the Weaver's Ward, past the rather nicer sort of uh, you know still solidly middle class townhouses in the area, and past the uh, larger factories where the various looms and factory mills are producing uh, more industrial 
quantities of uh, textiles. But is that is that cold unseasonal? Uh, no, it is. Okay. Uh, it is late autumn. There's fair enough. Normal. Cold. It's Good it's question, o- it's honestly hard to tell whether this is just the uh, coming winter or uh, uh, whether it's the coming winter, a supernatural influence, or quite possibly you're just feeling very unnerved after your experiences. Yeah. But uh, with another 10-15 minutes of walking, you'll make your way to the University of Crosswater. The majority of the grounds are uh, open grass, which now appear dark and foreboding as they're mostly uh, as, the, as they're not really well lit at night although the streets and the paving surrounding these open grasslands and the uh, walkways within are lit at regular intervals with standing oil lamps uh, so the university itself is quite well lit by and large uh, you can see that within the uh, there are three sort of main buildings uh, a, a large sort of domed cupola type building off towards the northern end uh, to the southern end more of a classic sort of what looks almost like a like a manor house or mansion with uh, two wings and um, a, a building built in the old sort of Tyrian style with lots of colonnades and a rising tall sort of blocky white tower kind of you know what tower is a of colonnade? Uh, like a selection of columns Oh, okay. Uh, like cool. One of those yeah. open-fronted type affairs. Yeah, thank you for asking that. I wasn't sure. Mm. Mm. Um, and it might be colonnades. I'm not really sure. My pronunciation. I read it as colonnades, although I've never know what it meant. So where? You know, know, that's one of those things when you read <laughs> oh. a when you read a word. I think it might be colonnade. I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah. One of those. Yeah. Never makes uh, fun of someone for mispronouncing a word. It meant they learnt it reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Um. So yes, you. Uh, there, there are actually. Uh, quite and there's a, you know a large sort of central square with a fountain, uh, and it's not hard to get directions uh, towards the uh, uh, towards the more magically inclined side of the uh, building uh, of the uh, campus. In fact, it is the uh, more manor house looking uh, of the three main buildings. As you uh, make your way there, uh, it's easy enough again to get directions to uh, the divinations department and uh, as luck would have it uh, the uh, professor of divination uh, is actually still in their office they finished up lectures uh, and such for the day and seem to be uh, busy doing whatever work that uh, that they busy themselves with but uh, one of the you know one of the students who's been helping them out assures you that uh, after inquiring with her, uh, Professor Catchment uh, will actually be willing to see you. Uh, she shows you towards uh, Catchment's office, uh, where and upon opening the door, you find uh, a slightly crowded office. It's not that it's that small but uh, a lot of there are a lot of shelves here with all manner of books and various miscellaneous objects and a lot of the uh, piece strange sort of metallic tools that wizards tend to use uh, have been stacked in various locations a little haphazardly at times it seems that uh, that things are more organized the less they're used so the tools are less 
uh, rigorously put into neat positions, whereas some of the books are in pristine order. Um, and you can see that uh, working uh, at a desk, writing in some papers, there is a female uh, human uh, with... Uh, she is, looks to be in maybe her late 40s or early 50s. She's got uh, auburn hair streaked with grey tied up in a bun uh, and is wearing a practical sort of light reddish uh, dress, sort of russet, I want to say. Uh, so that's more of an orangey, russet sort of dress, uh, but over which is a waistcoat full of uh, about, there's probably about six pockets on it uh, in various locations. She's obviously someone who likes to have tools available on time. Oh, sorry, on hand whenever she needs them. Uh, she looks up as you enter. Ah, yes, you were the guests. Yes, that's right. Um... Uh, we heard you might be able to do some scrying for us. Oh, uh, well, it's a bit late, but uh, yes, I suppose that's p p p doable. Uh, if you'd like to, uh, p please come in. Um, uh, Hansworth, she says to the uh, student, uh, could you see if there's any of the uh, tea left in uh, in the urn? It would be nice to give some to, 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 uh, for our guests. Um, and the student nods and moves off to see if there's any tea available uh, still. Um, uh, oh, um, uh, pull, draw yourself a chair, would you? Uh, and you can see that there are about five mismatched stools, small benches, chairs that has been dragged into her office at various points. Uh, uh, so, um... Corson finds the smallest one. <laughs> Celestia finds the fanciest one. <laughs> the fanciest one and the smallest one are actually one and the same. It's a very ornately uh, done little halfling chair. Uh, but there I'm is... not going to sit in the halfling chair. <laughs> but the I second nicest one is suitable for those of more human size. <laughs> I would like to try and sit in it before she can. <laughs> make uh, Both of you make a dexterity check. <laughs> oh, We're such nine. assholes. Like, there's some very <laughs> urgent shit going on. I want to sit in the cool chair. <laughs> like, oh, God. Of course um, it's just... Fed up of sitting in the chair that his legs don't reach the uh, the end of. <laughs> but yours is reasonable. Ours isn't. Mine was a sitting, yeah. so Scamp gets in the chair first. <laughs> <laughs> Scamp, you seat yourself in position. <laughs> sit on whatever chair's left. Okay, there is, uh, there, there is perplexingly an old rocking chair. I sit in the rocking chair and rock forebodingly. <laughs> there are some chairs that Corson would literally have to jump to get into. Oh, yeah. most chairs. Most of them. <laughs> oh. I imagine he's proficient in chair jumping by now. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, Sandy uh, right, well, it's, uh, it's been some time since I've, uh, since I've done uh, scrying, but uh, uh, what is the going rate for that these days? Um, I mean... Ten gold! <laughs> she narrows her eyes at you. No, that sounds wrong. I, I mean, don't that know. Depends what you'd be willing to do it for. Um, um, I, th 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 I believe that it's uh, I think it's about two hundred these days. Yes, that seems about right. I mean, I'll pay that. I mean, I can't pay all of it. Are you guys willing to? I split? can give you some. Yeah, I'm in for that. Brilliant. Okay, um, so out of character. Maths, 66, 66, and 67. Is that yeah. right? Yep. Because if it's 33 yep. yep. for that 100, right. then surely, yep. maybe. Yep. 
help. Yeah. Um, no, that, yeah. that's good logic. I'll pay 67 because. Yeah. I'll, I'll pay 60. 67. It's 66, 67, and 67. I'll pay one of I'll pay one of the sixty sevens. <laughs> I'll do the other. Awesome. Okay. Are you sure? Okay. So that would be. So the this mirror that she gets out appears to be made of polished metal, but it's not silver. It's some sort of other metal, and surrounding it there are a number of small sort of dials, uh, little wooden dials made to freely rotate, but they don't seem to be operating hidden machinery. Rather, on each one is positioned a different sort of metal shaped in a different way. A couple seem to have what appear to be stones carved in certain ways, even a couple of gemstones. Um, And it seems that they all serve some sort of purpose, although you're not really sure what. Um, She takes the uh, large mirror and sets it down. Okay, so, um, uh, uh, the thing that you, or person that you need scrying. Um, her name is Olga Gristlegums. Oh. Is that enough? Um, I mean, it's a, it's a place to begin. Uh, do you have anything that... Uh, belongs to her or can you do you have a, 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 a faithful uh, painting or representation um, if something belonged to her is that okay yes uh, if it was a personal item of some sort I've got this snow globe please be careful with it though okay uh, no no it I'm... makes snow <laughs> she picks up the snow globe okay that's fine um, I'll, I'll, I'll yes that this is a curious thing all right. Well, I'll, I'll make sure to treat this with care. This, uh, this, uh, the scrying doesn't consume this, so uh, it's not too much of a, a trouble. Uh, still, though, having a yeah something that belonged to them does make this a little easier. Okay. So, uh, is there anything else that would make this easier? I mean, unless you have um, something which was literally part of their body. Uh, nope. Um don't think so. Yeah. No. When trying to scry on a, a thing, the main problem is that you get uh, quite a lot of um, interference. Uh, I what this part of what the spell does is it sort of sends out a call to certain parts of the uh, world which are set up for this uh, and searches for things that match what I'm looking for. So. Uh, the problem is, if I'm just go- just going by name, then I get everyone called Olga and everyone, possibly everyone with the surname as well. And if I have a possession, that helps me n- narrow it down. Because you have two things to go on. Yes. That makes sense. Uh, so it makes it a lot easier. So, okay. Um, takes the mirror and begins to adjust certain knobs in certain ways while muttering a quite repeated chant uh, to herself. Uh, it's not necessarily clear whether the uh, chant... The, the chant seems to be almost made up of nonsense syllables. Uh, this seems to be more to do with calibration or just the, like, the sounds rather than the words that seems to have an effect. Um, but she places the crystal ball in the, uh, in the centre... Well, not crystal ball, but the snow globe in the centre makes some calibrations based on it 
and then puts it to one side. And you can see as she's sort of looking into something that you can't quite see. And her eyes flicker from side to side as she's muttering, like she's going through various different things. After about 10 minutes of this, okay, um, uh -huh. yes, okay, I'm getting something. Uh, so I, I, I'm seeing, uh, looks like an old woman. Um, she seems to be wearing some sort of scarf around her mouth and nose. She's uh, wearing an old travel cloak. Uh, there's someone else with her, a uh, shorter figure, uh, also hooded, uh, wearing the same sort of mouth and nose mask. I can't get a very good look at them. They look like they might could be a tall halfling or a small human child. Um, they are... It looks like they're in a town. They're moving. On the, or no, on the edges of a town, uh, there's, there's snow falling. Uh, light snow, but it's it's uh, built up a bit around. There's there's uh, snow on the ground. Looks like it might have been falling for... If it's been falling at that rate, it'll be for most of the day. She's... Uh, okay, she's stopped. Seems to be looking around. Okay, she's moving onwards. Um, fiddling with something under her shirt. Uh... Okay, she's making her way towards a, I want to say a barn or, uh, no, no, it's, it looks more like a b b barracks, yes, uh, so, or a dormitory. Uh, there are, she's, there's a couple of guards nearby, they're wearing, um, Yes, the, 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 they're wearing a deep g green uh, uniforms. They have muskets. Um, they, uh, no, they, they don't seem to have noticed her. She's sneaking around the side. She's, the little, the smaller figure is holding back. Uh, okay, they, she's, they're, taking something out of a satchel. It looks like um like a small case filled with with little uh, little slots I want to say or uh, compartments. Um there's about twelve of these compartments. Uh, most of them are empty. There's three things in them. Uh, she's taking one of them out. Uh, it looks like an I want to say an egg, or no, no. It's it's more like a like a little little blue globe, uh, like like the like the, the the snow globe you've got. Uh, but it looks almost like the outside is uh, like 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 a bird's egg. It's uh, bright blue and it's speckled. Um, it's about about the size of a plum. Okay, she's taking that, she's leaving the box with the small figure. 
and she's moving into the side of the barracks. I can see she's, yes, she's done something to the lock and the door is opening. She's making her way up through, it looks like a servant's, or, no, no, but it's the, it's the, uh, it's the kitchen, there's nobody in. Up the stairs and it looks like the, there's a shift of people, maybe soldiers, who are asleep. None of them, have, she hasn't woken any of them up. She's pl placing the little blue egg in the center of the room and she's she's leaving okay she's backing out of there closing the door after her she's gone back out she's she's relocking the door it would seem uh, and she and the She's met up with the little figure and they've moved away. No one seems to have noticed. They've moved a couple of streets away and she's she's doing something and she's clicking her fingers. Ah! 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 Ugh. There was this horrible, gut-wrenching wail from, uh, I, I, I guess, from the barracks. Uh, there sounds like more of a tumult. People are waking up. That uh, felt like n n n daggers in my heart. That scream. Okay, she's. They're making their way out of town. It looks like they have. Uh, yeah, they have somewhere prepared. They're going to t t t t to a a small courtyard with uh, what looks like a large bird, maybe waiting for, for, for them it seems to have a saddle and uh she's fiddling with something under her shirt it's she's pulling it out it looks like a like something on a on on, on a leather thong around her neck like a, a an eye maybe it's she's looking at something i can't see what she's looking at because it's behind where the sensor is she's looking at me She's looking directly at me. What are those? No! And you see her suddenly uh, flinch back from the divining apparatus and she begins clawing at her own face and her chest and her body as if she's trying to get something off. Uh, and you see blood is starting to leak from her nose and her ears. I'm going to go over to her and try and like rouse her from whatever's going on. Okay. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's, that's going to be... Uh, I don't even know. Make a... Just make a charisma check. Okay. Straight charisma. Pull the mirror-y thing away. Uh, 14. Yeah. Okay, you pull the mirror away. Uh, you try and just, like, shake her, get some sense into her. It's going to give her advantage on the save. Um, which is good. Uh, as she... Uh, as you slap her and kind of shake her she blinks she blinks and no 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 it's okay it's they, they're, they're not real they're not real they're not real they're not real what what did you see what happened it's the, she it was she could see, see me she could see me you're not supposed to, to be able to see the someone and it's she sent something back through the through the the, the connection um they looked like the like demons the horrible 
biting things, but I've no, they were in Lucian. I've faced those before in the field. They're not real. Not real. I'm going to take her by the shoulders and she's like, okay, look at me, breathe. She is visibly shaking, but she makes eye contact with you. Look at me, don't think about anything else. Just look here. It's done, it's over. I'm going to put a sweet in her hand. <laughs> Would you like a drink? I think she's bloody well earned one after that. Y- y- yes. She yeah, um, takes I it. pour her a drink. I assume I have a cup. Yeah, you've... you've there are some teacups, actually, I which were brought in with some green large tea. large teacup which, of Dorman whiskey. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> gulps a bit. <laughs> oh, sorry, it's Dorman. I should have warned you. I apologise. That's all right. <laughs> some more sweets. She kind of sucks in a sweet, cups the dwarven whiskey with some tea (laughs) so that she can drink it, sip some. Green uniforms. And snow. Meadmere. Is that Meadmere? That is indeed, yeah, the standard colour for Meadmere's uniforms. Would it be cold enough this time of year for it to snow? Uh, It is to the north, uh, so... uh, yeah, depending on where you are, and it's almost cold enough to snow here. Mm. Um, she is sort of, yeah, and you can see. Uh, uh, I don't know if she ever actually introduced her first name, but Sandy, uh, the uh, professor, is sort of gently huddled over the tea and whiskey. I'm sorry, we weren't expecting her to be able to do that. You, you can't do that you can't see b- back through a connection it's one way you, you, there, there's ways to d- detect if you're being scried on and stop the s- s- scrying sensor but you can't or, or allow it if you want to be observed but there's there, there, there is no way to s- s- send a sp- Bell back th- through a scrying sensor. That that not not anything I ever v- 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 learned of or saw. Evidently, she thought of that. She's a crafty bitch. She is. I, I really am sorry. We didn't. She know. must have known it was only a matter of time before we tried this. Fucking hell. No, no, you don't understand. Something like that. Whether that's something she has or something she's able to do, that that's that 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 is power. Wait. I mean, it's a wait bit a of a, It's a bit of a shot in the dark, but she has a lock of my hair. She couldn't be looking through it because I'm here. No, no. That she wouldn't be able to 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 send a spell like that back on me. The snow globe itself. She was reversing. She could see through that uh, snow globe. That snow globe used to be um, hers. It's now functionally speaking scamps. Could it be that they're linked? Um, It's possible, but it's in. Uh, our possession. She could have, if she can use anything that um, uh, that she once owned in order to uh, describe, then that's going to be it. I, d- I don't know, but if you give me 
Uh, if you give me a minute, I'll take a look at the globe and see if I can identify anything about it. Okay, you take your time. Well, worth it. She sort of waves a hand as if dismissing you, you know, your objections, picks up the globe and takes a few of more tools from her shelf, begins to set them around it, mumbles quietly to herself. You can see she's doing a much more accelerated version of the ritual that uh, the uh, diviner back in Bulwark's Bay did. Uh, you can get the feeling it's, you know, it costs her something to do it this fast, but she wants an answer. Yeah. The, if it is a possible, if it if it's a, if she has the power to do what you say to, to track through things she's owned, it's not a property of this orb. Uh, this is, as far as I can tell, this seems to be an enchantment that's keeping a, a spirit of uh, elemental nature imprisoned. Um, not not a strong one. Probably if it escaped, it would um, do, you know, cause a, some ruckus in its immediate area and then leave. But that's all the Nothing power weird. it has. No, it, 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 it Yes, that, that's that's all I can see with this. It seems that this is just a prison for a sp spirit. She passes the uh, orb back to Scamp. Alright, so before she cottoned on to what we were doing, anybody got any ideas on what she could have been doing in Meadmere near a Barracks. Near a military barracks. I mean, what do you do? You write into the um, to Sandy. Have you ever seen an, an egg like the one that she had? Mm. Takes me. Actually, if we can, I do an Arcana check. Is that? Oh, uh, you can do an Arcana check. Yeah, uh, I, I don't have say, to. I, I think no. I say it. that Sandy says no. no, no the, the the closest thing is the uh, the snow globe you have there. Twelve. Uh, yeah, yeah, you've you've not encountered anything like this before. The closest thing would be maybe the shadow egg, but even then, it wasn't quite like what she's described. Mm. Good. <laughs> as, you, as soon as you said egg, part of me died a little, and then it yeah, was fine. Me too. I was horrified. <laughs> um, it wasn't like a uh, another cockatrice egg or something um, like that, was it? From what she didn't know, the cockatrice eggs were a sort of dull brownish sort of colour. They were not, not dissimilar to ostrich eggs in appearance, uh, although a bit smaller. Mm. Right. Um, what about the screaming thing? Do you know anything about that? Is that familiar to you? Not, uh, it's not by anything that I've encountered, but it was a, it was a strange scream. I, I could, f it felt a lot like being attacked by, um, by uh, uh, by a, a, a psychic attack, um, I went up against a few illusionists during my stint in the army, and uh, they they some one of them uh, one of them once figured out uh, it created a scream similar to that, and it it just f flat out killed a whole bunch of people, but I don't think it was exactly the same. Okay. okay. So some sort of psychic thing. Probably something she's made or squirreled away in a little fucking house or something. 
But she's not here. Well, we know she's in Meadmere. I mean, uh, this is a long shot, but could you give us any kind of uh, uh, guess at um, where in Meadmere that might have been? She thinks hard back to what she saw. Uh, all I get is, is sound and sight, but uh, I feel like uh felt coastal. I want to say I could see the sea at some point. Um, uh, uh, okay, Corson goes a little bit pale. But um, beyond that, there's there's not a lot I can know. It looked like uh, it didn't look like a very like it wasn't like a like a, a, a city, but it was bigger than a village. Like you know, definitely a. T- I'm going to roll insight to see if I notice causing paling. If that's all right with okay. you. Okay. Yeah, and in yeah. the meantime, I am texting you a question to which I am going to roll uh, a uh, a die for. Yeah. But yeah, eight. I don't know. I'd notice anything weird about causing. No, your your attention is beyond how everybody is already reacting. No, your your attention is too focused on Sandy. Also, I look over; he looks scared. This is normal for the situation. This is normal. This is (laughs) normal. Nothing weird going on, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Okay, I've texted you the question. Okay, I'm just waiting for that to come through. Text secret. Or like the 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 question being is, could it be even? Uh, it could be, but you don't. Like that's not enough information. I mean, I I didn't see it firsthand, but yeah. I I mean, uh, is it even worth me rolling anything? Would he? Um, from the scant information you have, not really. There's the, the there's you you know that it's a. Is there a military sh- barracks in that place? Uh, there would be. Uh, there would be in most uh, most towns of that type. Right. Okay. Fine. Yeah, um, yeah. Coulson just looks a bit pale and distracted, which again, uh, considering the situation, probably not all that unusual. I rolled insight and I see nothing unusual, yeah. so yeah, <laughs> um, I'm going to bring it up. The uh, catchment, sort of having drained most of the uh, dwarven uh, whiskey slash uh, tea, take, is, and sucked on a couple of the sweets, takes some. Well, that was something. Are you going to be okay? I have no idea, but I've survived worse than that in my time. Okay. Um, just as a word of warning, I don't know if you've heard about the shadows yet. What? Um, there are some shadows loose in the city and um, they're killing people at night so um don't be on your own in the dark thank you i sorry i know that wasn't what you needed to hear right now but honestly hope i never see you again if this is the sort of news you bring me but okay (laughs) do you want some more sweets that's fine is there anything else we can do for you i i think i'm going to i might go home no um so if, if you're going to uh thank you for your help it's yes. i wish we had more to offer you i'm sorry no no, no really no, didn't no that's f- f- fine thank you for snapping me out of it that could have 
killed me. And yeah, looking at her, she looks pretty shaken up. If mm. you get the feeling that whatever that attack was, if that had continued for a, maybe 10 or 20 seconds longer, that might actually have done to her what you did to that horse. Um, this is a bit of a weird request but um, you said she had an eye around her neck it looked like maybe an eye I didn't get a good look at it do you think you could draw it or no just just an eye just like it's hard to tell if it was like an eye or like a stone carved to look like an eye okay good to know I think it was blue but that's about it Blue eye. Okay. She had it hidden under her clothes. Thank you. Is it perhaps a uh, a bit of scrying apparatus like you have here, only the methodology being slightly different? Perhaps. This is whatever she used or knows this is from a very different practice of magic to what I'm used to for for all I know it could be something left over from a sorcerer they were always able to break the rules understood thank you for your help and again we're sorry okay Um, have a good night do you need us to walk you anywhere? No. No. Okay, don't be on your own in the dark, yeah? Thank you. And if we can ever do anything for you, let us know. We're from the Charlie's Regret, the ship. Okay. Please go away. Yeah, we... <laughs> we'll go away now. She... Come on. Uh, wait. Can you... Pour me another of those, actually, before you go. Yes, of course. I bought her a large one. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and you make your way out of Sandy Catchment's office. And uh, that is where we're going to take our break. So, uh, join us, gentle listeners, after this, no doubt, vitally important message. And now, a word from our friends over at Party Advantage. Greetings, listeners. Are you looking to add more D&D fun to your lineup? Then be sure to check out Party Advantage, a D&D 5th edition play podcast featuring two campaigns alternating each week. In the Arius adventures, you'll set off into the land of Arius, from the ancient dragon gods that created this world to the rise and fall of various races and civilizations, This land has history that stretches far into times long forgotten. Our heroes find themselves on a journey that will take them to the busy city of gnomes, the gilded halls of the high elves, and to the deepest depths of the Underdark. Then in the Farwind Saga, you'll travel with our group of anti-heroes for their suspense-filled exploits as they explore the enigmatic continent of Farwind. This is an ancient land lost to the histories of Faerun, where mystery and danger shroud the deep forest, forbidden mountains, and dark mires. Yet every risk offers tantalizing rewards to those brave enough to take them. Will these parties gain the advantage on their next encounter? Find out every Wednesday on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you then. Greetings. It is I, the Shadow of Course and Horace. 
Welcome back. So, you emerge around about nine o'clock in the evening from the university. Sooner or later, the sooner or later, you're going to have to rest. The, the fatigue of the day is going to catch up with you eventually. But is there anything else you want to do tonight before you do take that rest? Should we have one last crack at looking? Yeah. Where? Well, around where the lady died, maybe? Right, yeah, I suppose. Um, maybe another hour or two, just searching. Yeah. We should check back at that uh, uh, that poor lady, uh, just to make sure there, there wasn't anything that we missed. We only had a chance to search the immediate vicinity. Mm. It wasn't a lady, it was a little girl. Ah. Oh, I'm sorry, it's, everyone's taller than me. <laughs> we should check someone's founder. <clears throat> that was not supposed to be humorous, but it was absolutely like a practical thing. Okay, you head back. I'm an elf, all humans look the same. <laughs> you head back and um, you can find that in the time in between, uh, yes, it appears someone has uh, found her. A sheet has been used to cover up the uh, body, and there is a watchman standing, uh, blue coated, by the body with a uh, uh, with a uh, lantern, uh, keeping a bit of light. Has his uh, you know, musket on his shoulder and just you can see there are a couple of people gathered a sort of safe distance away peering but seems that already some have begun to begun to lose interest and move on their way should we ask him if he's seen anything else or any other explanation we just yeah. tend to be concerned citizens you know okay. we got that I wander up to him um, what happened here if you don't mind me asking. Um, no. This uh, urchin girl died. Um, we think... Uh, no, uh, no... Well, you know, no, no obvious uh, wounds. We think uh, she uh, just might have... Unfortunately, couldn't find a place to sleep. Maybe she was sick. A little hard to tell. We've heard rumours of shadow creatures... He narrows his eyes at uh, you, Scamp. Really? And what is it you think you've heard, hmm? Well, I saw one in the square. It attacked a man. Which square? When? This morning... Um, out of character, what fucking square? Was <laughs> what was oh, Judgment so Square, sorry. Judgment Square. Judgment Square! Or ultimately Judge. a Saints Market, depending on which one of the way to. Yeah. Uh, Judgment Square this morning. Hmm. It's quite distressing. He seems to be putting some things together. So what you're telling me 
is that not 15 minutes after we find this girl, three strangers who just happen to know about the, some shadow attacks come wandering up, is it? Well, the, there was a newspaper kid shouting about it. Literally for the whole day. Make a persuasion check. Can I make it? Yes. Both of us? Yeah. Oh. I'm going to say the one of you. Okay. Do advantage, no advantage. No advantage, because no he's quite, he seems to be a little suspicious. Um, that is a 15. Hmm. Well... Afraid I don't know anything about that. If you've any information, I'm sure that you can. Uh, you lay know it more in than you will have heard from people in Judgment Square. I'm afraid that's all we saw. Right. No, I'll be on I your mean, way. If you then. want, we can tell you about that if you want. But I'm sure you've heard already. Hmm. Yes. Well. In any case, this isn't a public spectacle. It gives you a stern nod. That was fucking unhelpful, wasn't it? They're probably still kind of sceptical about the whole thing and will remain so until one of their own goes. I know what policemen are like. Fucking dickheads. I mean, how are they still sceptical? Like, there's literally, there's been shadows all over the town all day. There, several people have probably died in the night. How are they so fucking stupid? And guards have seen it. Literally, guards have been attacked by it. Come on. Oh, well, if the shadow hasn't come out of her yet, he'll see it. They come out pretty quickly, don't they, darling? I don't know. I mean, I'm glad he's got a fucking lantern, at least. Wait a minute. Are there any? Are there any public libraries or somewhere we could? Uh... Uh, do some more research on these sorts of creatures. Uh, Not at night. Maybe mm. tomorrow. Make an... Make an intelligence check. <clears throat> okay. Fifteen. I mean, there's definitely the university. Uh, one of the... You get... You vaguely got the impression from your... You know, when you were waking your way through town that the large domed building is is a library uh, within it and that there might and it's always possible that with something like this maybe the clergy might have their own sources of information mm. well we're gonna be up reasonably early tomorrow to go and meet with this cleric yes we do we shouldn't be out for too much longer I mean as much as anything there's only so much we're going to find in the dark but maybe maybe an hour or two. All right then. I think probably what what we should be doing is make our way back to ground zero, as it were, and then go in the opposite direction where uh, the other two original ones went. Why not? Best we can do. It's not going to hurt, is it? Because mm. I don't think we can do any poking around with that fucking useless watchman around. Is, it, is there just one watchman there? Oh, just the one. Maybe we should have a poke around in case he gets attacked. So we're in hearing. <sighs> You're probably right. Um, we should look <laughs> at the streets where he's not standing, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
So you're doing a search around... Yeah, but we're not going within where he could be able to see where he's standing. Okay. Um, You've already searched this area pretty thoroughly previously in the night. So I'm going to ask you to make this as a straight investigation check, please. Okay. And how long are you willing to spend? (coughs) Well, half an hour? What do you guys reckon? Yeah, and then move on to somewhere new. That's a 17. Okay. Um... Searching around, there's honestly not a lot more to find. Like you, you, you scour the area pretty thoroughly. You find, uh, I'm going to say, after half an hour of searching. So by this point, it's about nine thirty. You know, you're about you're, you're again like you're giving quite close to coming to an end on this search you do um nah even then there's there's just not much to, there's not much to find if they've if they've been if these shadows have been killing they might not have been killing in the streets or the bodies might have been cleared up or you may just simply have not encountered them oh. Right, ground zero. Yeah. So where are you heading to? Uh, where are we? We're in Spinner's End right now. Yeah, yeah you're in Spinner's End. Should we go towards the Warrens? Yeah, well, yeah. back to the Iron Ward. That's where um, uh, Jimothy's shop is. Isn't they it? they did. Um, that man did mention that he'd seen some go through the archway in the Iron Ward. Two of them, and that was originally when there was, you know, not many. So yeah. Probably worth so that it. direction. Because there might be a good little brood of them around there now. Yeah. Let's go there. Okay. You head back through Spinner's End. Um, <coughs> heading in toward, into the Judgment Square Market through New Glazer's Ward. So you're heading back towards the Iron Ward mm-hmm. to the Arch. You Through the archways where, where the guy said that they had okay. gone, I'm going to say. So yeah, you find yourself in the uh, western edge of the Iron Ward, uh, not far from Jimothy's shop. Where would you, how would you like to conduct your search? It's By now it's about coming up close to ten. Um, obviously lights and torches again. Mm-hmm. Um, look for, I mean I guess we're looking for any signs <coughs> of funny deaths and also rotten <coughs> stuff. So... And just shadows, just seeing just the shadows. shadows. Yeah. Okay, give me an investigation check with advantage, please. Cool. Come on, dice. You know you want to play the game. Okay, that's not terrible. That's a sixteen. Uh, searching around the iron ward. Um. Not really any rumors of. Uh, sudden deaths or the like. There's no obvious signs of decay or ruin that you can find. Um, there is there is one uh, there is one figure that you do recognise scuff, scuffing his way back down over the bridge across Victor's Canal from the Glazers' quarter, kicking as an old. Uh, some some old some old discarded bits of rubbish. Stupid brothel. Don't want to go there anyway. 
<laughs> maybe I'll just. We should walk this child home. Maybe I'll just spend it all on drink. Hi. Oh, oh, hello there. Hello. Having having a bad night, are we? Apparently, I've got to wait. They told me to come back in three years. Yeah, they're they're quite correct, darling. You know when we told you not to be out at night alone? What are you doing? Because shadows were killing people. What are you doing? Look, right we're not now? your mum, but seriously, you, you should go somewhere where there are other people. You don't well, even I've have a light to. on you, God's sake. Fine. Go home. We can walk you there. Where do you live? Got some people I live with in the Warrens. Alright, should we walk him back? Yes. Yeah, and on the walk, I don't suppose you've seen anything, have you? Any funny deaths or any weird rumours or anything? Um. Anything rotten that shouldn't be? Anything like that? Anything, anything helpful? No. Um. Apparently, this the 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 doing, the doing, and everyone's gonna die because there's shadows discount at the silk and sale. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> so she just gets out her bottle of dwarf whiskey and has a swig. <laughs> Can I have some of that? No, fuck oh. off! You're a child. You are literally then then again. You're a child, aren't you? I tend to scamp. Probably. Yeah, fuck it. You can have a swig. There you go. Takes a swig. Oh! Thank you! Passes it back. Right, all right. You're not having any more. Okay. <laughs> you, uh, walk this... Start on the ferocious stuff. <laughs> you walk this child sort of grumpily back through the... Uh, uh, through the Iron Ward to the Warrens. Um, and he takes you to a kind of dilapidated old uh, sort of uh, terraced house it, and he is properly dilapidated this this if this either the local slum lord just flat out doesn't care about maintaining any order or that they've forgotten that this property exists and everybody here is just uh, are just squatters um, but you can smell quite a strong scent of opium coming from the house um, and you can see there's a few lights on, you know, little candle lights in some of the upper rooms. Well, thanks for walking me home. That's no problem, right. lad. Gives you a nod. You can do a quick ask in there and see if anyone's seen anything helpful, could you? I'll give you a gold piece if you like. Okay. Um, to do with these shadows and stuff, is it? Yeah, funny deaths, anything yeah. rotten. Okay. All that stuff. Happily take a gold piece. I'll give it to you when you come back out and give me information. Okay. <laughs> you can have it even if they don't know anything, but you need to ask. Yeah, we need to know you've actually asked. Okay. Goes in. We're listening what? out here. Do the work. Otherwise, you'll just make up stuff. Mm. <laughs> Goes in, um, and there's a degree of... Uh, and you, you're... Basically sat waiting for about five to ten minutes. I listen to see if I hear him asking things. Make a perception yeah. check. I'm going to look for shadows where we are. Uh, that would be yeah, 13, so well. fuck all. You do hear sort of... 
from inside. <laughs> but it's hard to tell whether people are just having a conversation or if he's actually asking around. You do hear the occasional <laughs> so of him speaking. Definitely saying something. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he comes uh, back out and goes, <laughs> Oh, nothing about the shadows. Um, uh, there's uh, apparently the uh, there's the the uh, uh, the the de- yeah the, their uh, opium dealer got a fancy new uh, fa- fancy new gun from somewhere. Great. You can you can load up multiple shots at once, and then it fires them one after the other. That's pretty clever. Yeah. Not but, remotely helpful, but. Right, clever. Where did you get one of them? Dunno. Just that it was new. Very. Right. Good to know. I give him a gold piece. Thank you. He puts it into his underwear. Don't be on your own. Okay. Then scrolls up towards... Keep things lit. Whoever he's squatting with. <laughs> oh, God. Right, um... All right, let's move around from the Warrens back, um, uh, sort of in an arc towards the the Iron Ward. Yeah, let's go, okay. th- go, yeah, via the Warrens through next to Jimothy's bit. Yeah. Looking for shadows. Yeah, yeah. looking really okay. hard. Give how how long do you want to spend? An hour. An hour. Think? Yeah, an hour. Oh, yeah, we spent half an hour before, so another yeah, hour. Yeah, now. so I'll take you to about eleven o'clock. Like eight, like, yeah. 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 Okay, give me an um, because you're kind of to be honest, this is ground that you already covered on your way up towards Glazers, uh, the Glazers quarter. So I'm gonna say you, you search, but there's not much more information you can find just retreading these same areas. Okay. No, I was gonna say if um, if we're going from the Warrens, we can. Go up towards like the, the the main road that intersects with Olymp's nest, and then follow that back down. Oh, I see. So you're going to oh, check more like the Olympus nest arc. area. Okay, give me, oh, give yeah. me. Cool. Okay, give me an investigation check then uh, with advantage. Cool, cool. Come on, be good, please. Mm-hmm. Ooh, natural twenty, bitches. Nice. Okay. Well, about um, time we had one. I think that's the first one today. Literally, like, yeah. like, yes. No one has critted on anything. So you actually, as you're searching, you you take a bit of time to properly search. Uh, you actually go on a bit of a detour and really thoroughly search through Olympi's nest. And you actually spend a bit more time than you planned. You spend about two hours on this. Cool. It takes you all the way up to midnight. So by the time we're done midnight, yeah. But you quite exhaustive... By the end of this very exhaustive search, you feel confident... That you have found no traces of shadows whatsoever, or their victims, within Olympia's nest. Okay, that's like something. You, at you, least. Feel, you feel like you've you feel like you've searched this place thoroughly enough that you could actually rule it out. Cool. Is what I'm going to say with a natural twenty. Okay. Tonight, anyway, we don't know if they move. Mm. Um, anywhere else we want to search before we go to bed. Our bedroom. <laughs> you, well, yeah. It's <laughs> it's midnight we... now. If you guys want to get a full long rest and still we be able to, to, to yeah. you, you yeah. guys are gonna have to go. Um, where see. should we stay tonight? Should we check it on the Grimanis? Can do, or we can go back to the ship. 
Yeah, either, I suppose. We'll be about to check on either or of them. Or just any pub. Because the ship's in Cypress Key, right? Uh, yes, it it's is. It's being repaired, though, isn't it? Shouldn't we... I mean, you could possibly try and room, you know, see if, if um, Captain Brandy has a spare room available. Well, I was just going to say that, you know, a, um, a tavern's going to cost us, but uh, if it's either the Gramanis or the uh, the ship, it isn't. Yeah. I don't think we can sleep on a ship where it's in dry dock, can we? No, but he's staying somewhere. He said we could room, didn't he? No. Um, or we could go to the Grimani's. They're probably closer. <laughs> they are very, very much closer. They wouldn't mind, would they? Should we go there? Just check everything's okay. Yeah, it might be nice to check in on them. Actually, yeah, the Gramanis are um, right in the middle of uh, Olympia's nest. They are, yes. Yeah, let's go there. Okay. It's a short journey to make your way back to the uh, to Gfrey Textile Merchants, uh, <laughs> the warehouse uh, exterior, well, one of the warehouse exteriors of the Gramani compound, and uh, making your way in, you find yourself back in the quiet uh, interior courtyard. Uh Someone, one of the Grimanis is on watch, although this time it's actually uh, Hope. Uh, she is kind of la- uh, sitting by the little uh, koi pond um, with a, and she's ta- she has a pistol uh, in a holster at her hip, but look, and kind of reaches for it as you, as the door opens, but her hand relaxes upon seeing who it is. <sighs> I wasn't sure if you were going to show up. Sorry, we um, stayed up a bit late searching for any leads. That's just not what I meant. I'm, I'm glad. But um, thank you. Anything happen here? No, uh, we're all safe here as far as I can tell. Uh, Wisdom has been looking, has been trying to uh, set up uh, something around the garden just in case we shadows do come in uh maybe at some point uh, you could help her with that scamp um but sure. otherwise no it's been blessedly quiet here i'm just waiting for uh <coughs> mordecai to shut up shop and uh, head back here and for you uh speaking of which uh she reaches for her belt and uh, produces a pouch um, which she begins to count out it's uh, so, some of it's silver some of it's gold but we'll treat it all as gold um, she says well uh, after I I took the liberty of uh, selling the silks off to our fence uh, this is uh, this is uh, two fifths uh, obviously, we take two fifths. The sculptor takes a fifth, but mm-hmm. this is uh, it's, uh, your portion of the cut. And um, she counts out uh, sixty gold pieces. Lovely. So twenty each. Yeah. Brilliant. I don't need any. You can keep it. So, who's she saying? Uh, who are you saying that to? I should say. Um, to hope. It was hope, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> she yep. looks at you a little curiously. 
you need it more than me if you're going to get wisdom to university she nods a little thank you that means a lot to me scamp she takes the old your 20 gold and puts it back in her purse <sighs> I'm going to be so broke one day I assume wisdom isn't still awake is she? I mean she might she's supposed to be in bed but <laughs> well, I just um, I had something I wanted to ask her she's good with magic isn't she? Well, better than any of us which means she has any amount of understanding it whatsoever so uh, if you could always go see if she is awake if not I'm sure she could talk to you in the morning yeah I might pop up there you should obviously welcome okay. um, you head into the house it seems most of the Romanis are us either actually no uh, in terms of the Romanis who are actually awake uh, it seems that Lilith has gone to bed for the night, but there is a slightly acrid tinge, uh, 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 smell to the air. And you can see that um, with a series of metal trays set out on the kitchen table, uh, you can see that Chase, uh, in a rather large form, is there, sleeves rolled up and long gloves on, and seems to be and has some very large uh, ceramic sealed ceramic jars next to her and seems to be doing something with putting pieces of metal into baths of uh, uh, of very acrid smelling clear liquid for a time before moving them out mm. hello it's good to see you I'm good to see you too um she says, um, keep away from these. She t points to the jars. These are full of acid. I use them for my metal etching. Ah, good to know. Mm. Uh, we, uh, if you're looking to stay the night, uh, we, have, uh, we, have, we have a room, but uh, we'll need to, I'll need to drag you up a couple of pallets, if that's okay. If you wouldn't mind, that would be lovely. Sure. Give me a moment. She takes her gloves off, seals up the jars of acid, um, and proceeds to bring out several, uh, perhaps several old uh, bed, uh, bed rolls and some bedding. She prepares a room for you with. There is only one bed in the room, and it's, uh, but it seems quite a nice one. It seems like their general guest room. Um, so I'm going to pop over and knock really quietly on Wisdom's door. Okay. There is a short pause before the door opens and you see the uh, small pale form of uh, the silver-haired uh, nubby-horned tiefling uh, wisdom. She's wearing a, uh, she's wearing a white uh, nightgown. <sighs> yes. Oh, sorry, I didn't wake you up, did I? No, no, it's fine. I was um, reading. Okay, um... So you read a lot about magic, don't you? It's... I try to, yes. Um, I was wondering if you'd heard of anything like a blue egg 
um, blue speckled egg. The lady who put it down, she, she put it down, she walked off, she flicked her fingers and it sort of screamed in quite a disturbing way, in a way that would injure people. Um, she shakes her head. Can't say I know about anything about either That's of right, those. I just thought you were worth trying. Um, also, I mean, long shot, really, really long shot. But, um, <sighs> have you ever heard of, do you know anything about scrying spells? I know that they're very advanced magic. Um, I, I, I've done a little looking into divination, and it's a lot of it's about pulling in information, but most of it's about trying to sort it out, because it's uh, one of the quirks about how divination spells works is sometimes it's very easy, it's actually easier to get information, the more information you're looking for, the, the wider you cast your net, but it's harder to make sense of it. Mm. So um, I know that uh, scrying, one of the reasons scrying is so expensive, needs so much equipment, is that it's about trying to narrow down what you actually want from all the noise. Uh, looking for a needle in the haystack, mm. you know? Fab. Doubly long shot, but you haven't heard of anybody looking back when they're scryed on, have you? Um, no. Okay, can't see. Ask. Sorry. I'm not, a, uh, I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a diviner. Know anything about shadows? Uh, besides what uh, Mordecai told me this morning, that you told him. Mm, fair. No. No, just thought. You're worth oh. trying. You're very clever. Um, mm. um, I'm sorry, we'll, we'll leave you alone. Anyone else? Is, uh, is Scamp about? Yeah, they're, they're just down the hallway. Do you want me to get them? No, no. Um, I should get to bed. But ask them to... Um, if they wouldn't mind spending a bit of time with me after breakfast tomorrow. I'll ask them. She gives you a nod. Okay, good night Good night. Closes the door. I go to bed. <laughs> okay, you all head to bed. In this safe place, there is less of a need for watches. And the three of you are all able to drift into your varying degrees of sleep. For once, your dreams are untroubled, mm. even pleasant for at times, but they pass without incident. The most um, memorable thing that sticks out in your dreams is uh, Celestia. At one point, you hear the sound of whinnying. Yeah. Just this terrible death whinny. Oh god. <laughs> Terrific. And flashes of fire and lightning and ice. And then Yeah. Otherwise your very little remains of your dreams. And when morning comes and the uh, dawn light filters in through the windows that face into the courtyard, the three of you awake to the smell of fresh bread, frying food from below. You can hear, it sounds like several members of the Grammanis are already up. 
scamp. Yeah? And Wisdom wanted to talk to you after breakfast. Okay. Um, Is it magic stuff? I think, uh, probably, it's wisdom. That makes sense. She just wanted to talk to you about something. You said, would you spend some time with her after breakfast? Calls and stretches and gets to his feet. (sighs) So? Celestia's going to go downstairs and make a huge pot of coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, you do have your beans. I do, Um, I have coffee and I have a kettle so I can actually make... Yeah. Like a kettle um, for everyone. So, the, descending, you find that uh, the Grimanis have broadly, most of them have gathered together uh, for a big breakfast. In fact, at this point, uh, the only person who's not joined the rest of them is uh, Chase. Uh, although, And as you walk past her room, you can still hear heavy snoring <laughs> uh, as you pass. Apparently, <laughs> she is uh, late to bed, late to rise. Uh, by preference but uh, the Gramanis as a whole are dressed and there is a uh, big meal of uh, porridge uh, there's a, a certain amount of fried strips of meat um, little, uh, little uh, root vegetables and the like it's, it's essentially various cooked breakfasts mm-hmm. and um, you can see Justice looks up as you enter ah hello it's good to see the three of you I'm afraid I was asleep when you came in last night. That's quite alright. We were very late. Hmm. <sighs> so. We were trying to uh, track down as many of those shadows as we can. The only good news we uh, we have is other than, well, we managed to get rid of one of them, but we, we scoured the local area fairly uh, uh, fairly intensely and we we're pretty damn sure that there can't be any in the, uh, the immediate area. Yeah, we don't that is very, very good news. I'm glad to hear that. We but will still keep our watch up, though. Please do, because they, they could move. <sighs> Celestia's pouring coffee for everyone. <laughs> you can see that... Uh, you can see that Wisdom has a small crate just full of blocks of... Uh, what, uh, some of them are just big old wooden blocks set with carefully shaped studs of metal. Others are like media, like uh, about small apple-sized chunks of metal that have been shaped in different ways. And uh, you can see that they are marked with different symbols on them. Ah, good morning. Uh, she looks over to you, uh, Scamp in particular. Uh, it is good to see you again. I was wondering if you could uh, help me set the, something up, maybe to help... Uh, you know, defend the house in case of shadows. Yep. Hmm. Good. Sure. Um, so she uh, takes the uh, the sort of uh, crate out um, with... Uh, yeah. Uh, and... Uh, she takes the crate out and with you into the garden and you can see that there's various different uh, pieces of metal that uh, and she asks for your help and laying them out in a sort of concealed circle hidden amongst the grass amongst the uh, uh, the different uh, shrubs and so on even a bit in the in the bits of uh, uh, you know, rough stones by the edges of the koi pond 
Uh, and as you're laying out these pieces of metal, she says, So, um, you notice how when I did the uh, basic uh, three um, for you the other night, uh, I had to use those little um, those little charms, uh, the little uh, yeah. bits of metal. So, um, there, it's, it's a funny thing. Um, the way that a lot of magic works, um, it is like, um, have you ever seen magnets work? No. Okay. Maybe. What's uh, a magnet? <laughs> it is like, um, like uh, with lodestones in the, uh, or in compasses. You get, there's a piece of. I've seen a compass. Yes. Okay. So, did you ever see someone put um, a bit of like a lodestone near a compass, and then the the the, the pin would move towards it? Yes. Okay, so the thing is, something uh, we think uh, pulls the pin towards it in the way that something pulls the pin north. Um, but we can't see what that thing is. Um, this, the, the, we, can't, we cannot see what makes the magnet move, but we can see its effect, yes? Yes. Um, so magic works a lot like that. Uh, for for me, uh, for uh, and for mages, we can't always see the forces that make it work, but we can see the effects it has on different materials, um, and different materials change the way that it moves and flows and has effects. Does that make sense to you? Yes. Good. Um, <laughs> Shall I roll a deception check? Please do. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> She seems a little sceptical about your understanding, but um, marches onwards. Anyway, so there. Um, the point is that by uh, when the mage is skilled enough, they can. There are ways of shaping and changing magic that you can do just with your mind, or just with. Uh, uh, with basically, with your mind, and you know, you make gestures and words. Uh, and sounds and that helps focus it and change it in certain ways but for you you do this all instinctively you can just do this without any of the training it comes to you naturally sometimes i need stuff though uh, and we use and most mages need stuff as well you can't do everything uh, with just a thought and word. It uh, requires some things to help uh, make it work in certain ways. The, the, the shaping of the powers required is too great for you to do with just that. Sometimes you need something to focus it. So that is what I am doing with these. And um, she points to the chunks of metal and the law and the wooden uh, uh, little pointers with bits of metal on them um, these are um, basic th th these are made of three different metals and you'll find them a lot in uh, different types of magic uh, this one she points to one with a symbol is antimony this one is a uh, tantalum and this one has a silly name. This is a molybdenum. Um, and, made, and they're 
quite expensive to acquire, but mages use them a lot because um, and other metals react in different ways with uh, magic, but these three are really useful. Um, see, antimony, she points to the antimony one, helps um, focus the, uh, we call it the ether, where we draw the power from uh, uh, to, to do spells. So if you put the antimony in the right place, you get the power in the right place. Which also means sometimes if you see someone who's been making this really complex uh, uh, circle to try and do a spell, and then you find out which bits are antimony and turn them all around, you can really mess it up. Oh. Um, this one, she points to another very similar looking grave sort of shiny metal, but which is stamped with a different stamp, so you know which one it is. This is the tantalum. Um, it helps limit the paths that the magic can travel in. It helps ch channel it, uh, it by dampening uh, its ability to flow around it. So it has to go in a certain way. And that's good for making sure that uh, what you want to happen happens in the place you want it to happen. Because sometimes you want to channel power and it would have almost no effect if it was very spread out. But if you put it all in one place, you can see the effect, see? And so if you move that around, it makes a difference. And then the molybdenum, she points to the last one, this lets you uh, change uh, the, 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 I want to say the frequency, the type of uh, the magic that is put out. So uh, for, for you, that would be, there's, uh, there's uh, you can channel a type of magic that makes things get hotter, but if you use the molybdenum in the right place, it gets colder instead, do you see? Yes. So, and she's now that she's set everything in place, she takes a bit of wood, uh, like a, like a, just a stick of firewood, sticks it in the middle of the uh, of the garden, adjusts everything, mutters quickly under her breath, and the stick of firewood bursts and uh, uh, catches the light. Ooh. I am not a good mage. But if we set all of this up in advance, then any shadows that come into the center, into this garden, I can set them on fire. That's, that's fun. And that's, that's how we do our magic. That's how mages work. Does it have to be fire? Um, I could maybe, I, I, to be honest, uh, fire is the best thing I can do. I could also make light or maybe some sound or uh, or i could lift something or drop something it, I, it's basically variations on the basic three okay i'm not a very i'm not a very skilled this is just a way of you know, giving good, me yeah. more of a help you know yeah and impulsively she just gives you a hug thank you i awkward hug back <laughs> <laughs> like arms patting on the back slightly awkward lasts a little longer than you're comfortable with before she detaches herself <laughs> okay but um have a good breakfast and then she turns and walks very quickly away <laughs> i just stand there for ages calls and walks by and uh, says scam are you all right yep you want some coffee? Come on, the porridge is getting cold. 
you finish or don't finish, as the case may be, your breakfast. And while they were doing that, did I have time to smoke any opium this morning? Uh, I'm going to say, yeah, you, you quietly snuck out back. Snuck out into an alleyway, yeah. I haven't yeah. done it at the table, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Roll <laughs> an addiction check for me. Uh, success, it's a 14. Okay, yeah. You gain the benefits, but not the addiction. Cracking. Six temporary hit points, yeah. Okay. Get in. You feel the gentle bliss of uh, pain-numbing relief enter your mm. body. Well, that's the point, actually. We uh, regain the hit points that we lost. Yep, you're back up to four yeah. hit points. Uh, you regain half of your expended hit dice, um, although I'll say for the sake of, you know, because it was effectively the same as doing it as on a long rest, Celestia, you regain all of your hit, point, hit dice. Cracking. Because opium. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Also, more importantly, all the spell slots back. All of oh your God, spell yeah. slots so are nice. back. So nice. I'm so fucked. And my sorcery points. <laughs> Woo. Woo. We used so many spells yesterday. Yeah, well, you know, with good reason. Mm. Okay. So, uh, do you guys want to... It's about uh, seven in the morning. Do you want to do anything before what so you guys went to sleep so it's about eight in the morning do you want to do uh, squeeze anything in before your second breakfast appointment <laughs> or are you going to head straight over to the butter bars we should check with the people at the sculpture garden place just how they do see how they're getting on yeah why not and okay. i should put leave friends somewhere check yes we should do that so, friend already did the sort of the bit under the iron ward, mm-hmm. didn't he? Do um, we think the sewers under where we currently are are worth looking at? Probably not. We they discounted probably been it, in there. didn't we? With our, well, out of character, I rolled a really good check and we discounted it. So maybe yeah, something so else. I, I feel like in character, you feel like your search was thorough enough that. Well, they wouldn't yeah. have been in the sewers at night. They'd have been above ground where people are. So they're probably not in the sewers underneath. If they weren't in the area above at night, but I the Warrens would probably su- yeah, that was what I was going to mm. suggest because people died there last night. Yeah, that might not be a bad chat. Okay. Uh, yep. So, which ward would you like to drop a friend down into to search? Uh, the Warrens. Okay, I'll roll an investigation check for friend. Okay. Um, Obviously, we're going to go and talk to the yeah. cleric while friends doing that. Okay, so you'll you'll have to come back and pick friend up afterwards. Yeah. So you yeah. leave friend's skull floats out of your pocket and descends down into the uh, sewers. Righty ho! Uh, see you in a couple of hours, probably. Bye. Have fun. As you walk your way towards the Sachi Garden, um, there is a familiar, still slightly sullen about uh, being too young to hire a prostitute, uh, figure. <laughs> because when you're a, when you're a teenager, maybe your 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 uh, priorities are a little different than they should be. <laughs> like, Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Get you cross what a set of Get in crosswater sentinels! Missing people in crosswater! 
Serial killer on the loose! Fuck's Crosswater sake. Sentinels! I'd like to buy a Crosswater Sentinel, please. Oh, thank you, that'll be a copper. Thank you. <laughs> he doesn't. Between you and I, lad, do you reckon that this, uh, uh, this serial killer is actually, um, the thing we were discussing the other day? I mean, probably. He gestures to the paper. Editor didn't seem to think so. Editor's a fucking idiot. Um, and indeed, reading the newspaper, you can see there's a the, the the main story is about the you know multiple people have been going missing within Crosswater, and there is a mention that uh, in it that perhaps you know the, 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 uh, about ridiculous rumours, uh, according to the editor, that shadowy monsters are responsible for the killings. Where it seems more likely to uh, to him that perhaps this is a a result of increased gang violence or even a crazed serial killer such as the one that happened. Yeah, uh, uh, such a, uh, 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 you know, because that cra- apparently crazed serial killers are exciting. Okay, new plan, says Celestia. Where's your this article. editor live? <laughs> oh, um, he's uh, based at, they've got an office in the Duke's ward. I think. Does it say anything about where the, uh, the body's turned up? Because that might actually be useful. Oh, okay. Uh, let's, I'm going to roll for that. Annoyingly, like there's been terrible journalism in this. Like, there's no reference to the bodies turning up anywhere. Just across, uh, cross water. No locations really given. It seems that seems that the the, the uh, copy on this one is pretty sensationalist. Uh, there is also a sub uh, headline below uh, for a, for another major story, but hasn't taken the top billing of. Uh, uh, of uh, wailing sickness in Meadmere. Trade difficulties expected. Mm, shit. Okay, new plan. We've got to go and murder this editor because they are quite clearly wasting valuable air that I could be breathing. <laughs> well, murder's a strong word, but a, a good persuasion. We, we could go and put the frighteners up them a bit. Well, anything that'll improve this hack rag. Yeah, and we, <laughs> we could do some weird shadow illusion bullshit at him, exactly. couldn't we? He's doing a lot of harm. Mm. But we should go to the statue garden, have our breakfast meeting, and then just see where we're at. Yeah, yeah. let's do that. Okay. Heading into the uh, statue garden, it's easy enough to get a, 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 a quick... Uh, meeting with uh, Veldrina, who seems as coffee-dependent and sleep-deprived as ever. Um, she meets you in the usual room. Yes, hello. How are things? Um, she sips at some coffee. Okay, we were wondering how you were doing on the shadow front. Uh, hmm. Well, we've been trying to do uh, our own investigations on that front. Uh, unfortunately, it seems that... Uh, while we've been taking precautions and keeping our people travelling in uh, twos and threes, those same precautions mean that uh, we've not run into any of those shadows trying to actually attack us yet, and they've been fairly sneaky. There, oh, there was one uh, mm-hmm. incident that came up, um, which uh, up in uh, the in Spinner's End, uh, there was this uh, one of the watch got uh, killed uh, oh, there. Uh, after uh, we 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 had found out uh, about it from the coroner, 
died of the same symptoms as a girl he was uh, uh, supposed to be standing watch over. Oh, shit. Well, he had it coming, but... He did. I mean, he was an absolute fucker. But... Nobody deserves that, though. No, not really. Mm. Hmm. Well, we, we talk to him. Uh. Does that mean they can kill as soon as they rise, then? Or, well, he or was there a man was another alone. one back, hanging about. He was about. a man alone. He was an obvious um, target. We, we, but we don't searched know. that area pretty thoroughly. There was nothing there when we left. Mm. It could have come back. It could have done, or it could be in the sewers or something. It could be that she had. Alright, there's a, a third uh, option which is slightly grim, but something we are going to have to possibly consider. These shadows come from the dead bodies of the people they kill. Oh shit, we might need a cleric, mightn't we? Well, no, no, no. They can hide in the dead bodies of the people they kill. It's shadowy and dark inside somebody's mouth. Mm. That's really gross. But you have a point. But again, I refer to my previous point. We might need to start getting a cleric to the bodies to make sure there's nothing well, we are, yeah, shit going we're... on. But we don't know how quickly they rise. If it's immediately, we've got no chance. True. Very true. And we think they group, don't we? So they're unlikely to be in bodies during the day. Mm. It's a long-term solution. Yes, but you're quite right. We should consider the possibility of them hiding in the body that they've just, you know, killed. Right. On that lovely note, I think maybe we should go to the meeting with this cleric, shouldn't we? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, um... I relay to Veldrina the ones that we've killed, the events of last night. I'm not going to say it because we all know yeah. what happened at you the time. You relay that information. Yeah. She nods, seems to file it away internally, sips some more coffee. Right, well, I'll uh, keep you involved, in, informed in anything I find, and uh, obviously uh, if the opportunity comes up to uh, solve any of those other problems we have, shadows are haunting, but unfortunately business still needs doing as well. Yeah, well, Anything that you can do that has uh, a radiant aspect to it seems like your best bet at this point. Uh, we'll try, but to be honest, we, mm, we don't really have that sort of thing stocked up. We deal a lot with poisons, but yeah. not really that sort of... That really wouldn't be helpful here. Yeah. Magic affects them, but okay. you know, no better than anybody else. We'll see what we can do about that then. And obviously be careful with your sewer channels and things. Yes. But I, I suppose you've thought of that already. She gives you a nod. Right. Okay. Uh, see you soon then. See you soon. And you make your way out uh, across the town towards Victor's Grove. Um, and make it as... I'm going to say, do you go through the centre of town? Sort of through the Duke's Ward? Or do you want to go via, via Spinner's End and the Weaver's Ward? Hmm... Um, My instinct is Spinner's End because she mentioned that more stuff had happened there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no. Just, I mean, it's just in case, anything. you know. Yeah. yeah. Like, just anything out of the ordinary. Okay. Just uh, casually walking through, 
Uh, you do overhear people are talking openly about the guard that got murdered um, and the, you know, the idea of shadows, given the apparition scene over at Judgment Square the previous morning, has at least taken root here and people are now more worried about the possibility of, if not shadows, then sort of shadowy monsters, you know, striking out of, uh, striking from the dark and killing people. So that at least, yeah, there is definitely now, it's now solidly it's into the rumour mill. I mean, it's definitely good, like. Mm. Um, so you make your way up past the Weaver's Ward uh, you know, and past the university into Victor's Grove, where you are greeted uh, by uh, Harold uh, Butterbar himself, uh, who seems... Uh, very happy to see the uh, three of you uh, approach. Oh, well, the three of you are a sight for sore eyes. I'm glad you didn't run into uh, anything too too troublesome in the night. Oh, we had plenty of troublesome things in the night, but we're fine. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, come in, come in. Let's get you get some second breakfast down, yeah. <laughs> Uh, second breakfast. Second breakfast is literally the second breakfast you're having today, and it is very similar to the first breakfast, but there's more <laughs> cold cuts uh, and sliced cheese and such. And oh, like a little continental breakfast, as we yeah. would call it in England. Yeah. Um, Maybe nowhere else. I don't know if other people call it that. Possibly no in the idea. continent, it's just breakfast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, there is uh, there is some uh, green tea served. Um, yeah. Actually, would this be green? No, this is. Uh, so this would be oh fuck no no this is uh this is uh, uh the, <laughs> i just realized bright this is bright hall no no it's morning coffee um not as strong Ow. as not as not as strong as celestia has it hmm. but and certainly not as strong as uh valdrina has it i feel like celestia only has it yeah. that strong because she's not sure how to make coffee yeah <laughs> you know what I mean? like you know when you don't quite yeah. know how much coffee yeah. you need to make coffee and you're just like oh, just put a bit in yeah, this coffee like is actually like a very nice, uh, rich, sort of creamy sort of roast. Uh, those of you who have it, uh, Scamp, if you don't want any, there is instead some milk. Nope. Yeah, milk <laughs> is made available to you. Um, so, as you're sat down uh, with uh, the rotund uh, figure of uh, uh, of uh, Harold Butterbar, um, you are all, you also find that there is another, uh, you're, as you're shown to the uh, breakfast uh, table, uh, It's there's a few well i say there's a few others much of the rest of the family is also at second breakfast at the other ends of the table oh. uh, so there's all of these halfling children uh and a few uh, so, you know, some of the aunts and uncles uh before they you know head off to do their various works or tuitions or, or such uh but there is also a guest and up at the uh, top of the table where uh, you harold and uh, janine are eating uh, Janine is looking much better today, good, she, good. Uh, although she is, uh, you know, she, she she seems mostly focused on her food and doesn't talk too much. Uh, there is also a uh, male uh, orcish fellow who's pretty good looking for an orc. Uh, kind of got an olive green sort of skin, uh, skin, blonde hair. His he he has that sort of lithe body you'd get from someone who's spent a lot of their time dancing over the years, um, and he's dressed in a uh, just plain um, black uh, vest with a white uh, shirt, 
uh, underneath and a black necktie uh, and is uh, quite quietly helping himself to some cold cuts and bread as you come in. Uh, sort of, oh, oh, mm. ah. ah, hello there. Uh, I understand uh, you are the people that. Uh, <coughs> hello there. Uh, <coughs> Sorry, I had a bit of um, a bit of uh, salami down my throat there. <laughs> As a, hello there. Uh, my name is uh, Victor. Uh, Victor Fass. Uh, and uh, yes, Harold uh, said you w w wanted to speak to me. Yes. Yes, uh, we might be in need of a cleric. So. I see. Uh, what uh, sort of, sort of uh, needs did you have in mind? Um. Stopping the end of the world. Okay. That's a bit of an maybe, overstatement. Maybe, maybe, maybe the end of Crosswater if we're not careful. Um, they spread out, don't they? Everyone we'll stop here. Scamp. There, Sorry, you see, you see several. You see, hours. you see that a lot of the kids are now looking at you. Telling fairy stories. It's all good. Make a deception check. Uh, I don't think I deserve a check for that, but I'm going to do one anyway. 21, bitch. Given yeah. the stories that you were telling them yesterday, they, they actually go like, oh, oh, story time, story time. Oh, I'll tell you some later. Okay. <laughs> they go back to their breakfast. Oh, I love them. Uh, anyway. Um, uh, <laughs> lowering his voice a little. Oh, yes. Uh, the Harold mentioned uh, some of what you have encountered. If you are certain, then, that these are uh, shadows. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We're pretty certain. We're very certain. We've, we've seen them kill people. We've we know where they came from, and she's it's a really, really evil place. And we we're certain. Well, um, well, uh, I can certainly see what I can do to uh, get the support of the church in, into this and the watch. But uh, uh, for the really. I, there are some things that I can do for you myself, but um, for the really powerful tools, I will need to write to uh, one of the chapter masters, uh, ask them to bring them, them in. Uh, I hope that we will not need them, but there are some certain tools that we can uh, make available. Like what? Well, in the worst case, uh, there are a limited number of... Uh, Day orbs uh, that uh, ah. that that, that uh, the some of the uh, chapters have, uh, which were designed to be used against creatures like this. Uh, they create daylight for a brief amount of time, weakening them, um, and also perhaps you know, in some cases damaging or destroying them as well. Mm. Um, but this these are rare. The, the means to produce them have uh, are dependent on the favors of uh, very powerful v very powerful uh, spirits uh, saint the blessings of very specific saints so they are not easy to replace uh, so mm. I will need it will take me t some time to get hold of those I cannot say how many days but I will I will make the I will make this as uh, the message as urgent as I can if you could, I think that would be really good because mm -hmm. we might have a real proper disaster on our hands. Uh, no. Do you have any idea how many clerics there might be in the city garrison? 
in the city as a whole, um, yes, yeah, so I mean, spread amongst all three of the church churches, I would expect that there are uh, perhaps a total of uh, 30, I, I can certainly speak to 12, um, but I would expect between 30 to 40 as a whole. I do not know uh, with, the, with, the, uh, with the other two uh, churches, uh, major churches, but there's, uh, and most, but I warn you, most of the clerics are, they are not as trained as I am. Mm -hmm. uh, they are still they are still here because they are learning the secret you know, the, the, the ways of how to uh, deal with the saints even if they can't directly help it's still worth everybody knowing at the very very least um, these things are susceptible to radiant damage we, we know that much yes hmm. and magic damage in general is, is better than, better than magic certainly over mundane. Yes. And it's not hard to hit them, it's just that lots of stuff doesn't do much damage. Yeah. Well, there are um, some. Well, one thing I can, what I can do is I can get uh, my church to spread the message uh, in our sermons, warn people, keep things uh, in, uh, you know, keep, keep people on their toes. And I can see about trying to get support from the watch as well. Perhaps they will take things more seriously. From you, maybe, yeah. Yes. Um, but. All of these things take time. If we can get any, if if we can try and find where they are more physically based, then we have a better chance of rooting them out. Uh, That's what we've been trying to do. Yeah, supposedly they'll have nests. Basically, is nests the right word? I think so. No, supposedly they, they group nest. together in the day. They gather in dark spaces, and there'll be lots of them. We've just been trying to find them, but we didn't have a lot of luck yesterday. Good. That is um, that is good news. Okay. Well, there are some things that I can do to help you um, today. Uh, I will. Uh, do you have a place you are uh, staying in town somewhere I could send things to? Um, I could send them back here. Uh, if that would be all right, Harold. Butty sort of knows. Oh, yeah, that that'd be fine. Either that or the G Frey textile merchants. No, I, the pub's probably better. Yeah. Yeah, we don't. There's no one there, but you shouldn't go there. Yeah, I think there'll be no one to accept passage. It's shut. It is shut. Um. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Well. Maybe, maybe the brass lantern. Mm, the brass lantern. That is. Or actually, you could drop everything off at the sculpture at the sculpture garden. That might be easier. Oh, what the coffee shop? Yes, we have friends there. We've been staying there. Mm. Ah, yeah, I do, I do recall they have some uh, rooms there. Okay, uh, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, well, uh, one thing that I can get hold of you is we do have access to holy water. Uh, that there's a limited amount I can requisition. The, it is unfortunately very expensive to produce, but mm -hmm. in an emergency such as this, I should be able to get you perhaps six flasks of it today your own use that would be um, so very wonderful the would be great. you need to um, you throw uh, the classically with these cases they come in the flasks and you throw them at uh, things 
um, uh, and if they are creatures like this, and the, uh, uh, then the uh, flask, the the water will affect it with the light of the regent. Mm. So that is something I can make available to you. More than that, we I have to sell um, mm-hmm. because of the that that is using up my personal budget of what is a, a, a allowed to me, and I. I have limits on what I can requisition. I'm sorry, it's the bureaucracy yeah, of the Yeah, that's fair. Um, um, the six would be wonderful if you would Yes. Uh, more than that, uh, we s- I have to sell you at cost at uh, 25 gold crowns per okay. flask. Good to know. Um, that much I can... Se- uh, I can uh, uh, those I can give you, I will... When I return to my church, I will have them sent to this brass lantern for you. Uh, I will also see about uh, do uh, about anything uh, else I can do. The clerics under my control, the, uh, the, under my um, my tutelage, they are. One day they may well be uh, find employment with the army and be sent into battle, but they are not soldiers. It is. They, I, I could not. Uh, they would. Not, I would not feel comfortable sending them in without the escort of uh, a of a platoon of um, musketmen with them, which they could provide. Nobody should be going up against these things alone. No, uh, do Just press that up. to them. Don't be out on your own in the dark. Good. And also, it, we're not up for just getting people killed. It's not going to help anything. Good. I am glad to hear that. Um, Everyone who dies adds another one to them. That's something that should be pressed home as strongly as possible. Mm. Okay. This, um, there is one other thing that I can uh, do for you, which I think would help. If you find me... Uh, at Your easiest way to find me is at my church... Uh, in the Iron Ward, uh, mm-hmm. Church of, of course, uh, your, I am the high, uh, I am the uh, High Priest of uh, uh, Saint uh, Bridget, um, and there is a blessing I can give you from Saint Bridget that will grant you a measure of protection against death for eight hours. If some, it, it, so it will only last you once, but. Um, if something like these creatures would be about to kill you, it can stave off that off, but only once. That's better than nothing. I, c- I could grant, I could grant these to you now. Uh, I have the ability, or if you want, you could come and find me later. What do you both think? But uh, I can only do this once per day. Well, three times. Well, what are we day. planning on doing uh, I mean, as soon as we leave here? We're literally going to go and look for shadows, aren't we? So it might not be a bad idea to do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Would you mind? We're more likely to find more during the day. Mm. At night, we'll be picking them off one at a time. Whereas in the day, we're going to go to a place that has lots of them, aren't we? So. Yeah. He nods carefully. All right. Uh, then this is... Uh, this I shall, I shall do. Um, and he... Uh, so it goes to each of you in turn and uh, pulls out a small little um, saint's little uh, symbol from his uh, chest and grips it and turns to each of you and touches you on the uh, sort of 
the breastbone, the lips, the point between the eyes, the top of the head, uh, saying to each, Regent, protect this, uh, protect this one who fights in your name. Saint Bridget, guard this one who fights in your name. Grant them a measure of stay against the inevitable as they fight to do your holy duty. And um, this is something I hadn't actually mentioned, but uh, as, he, as he does so, uh, Corzin and Celestia, you see slithering up out of his uh, clothing is a brilliant silver and blue spirit which looks like a feathered serpent. Uh, it writhes around his uh, his arm and touches each of you, brushing against your skin as uh, the spell is cast. And as it's touched, as you are touched, you feel something settle around your heart. Like a little a little guarding or warding. So, within the next eight hours, the first time you will you drop to zero hit points as a result of taking damage, you instead drop to one hit point and the spell ends. Mm. Alternatively, if the spell is still in effect when the, when you are subjected to an effect that would kill it you instantaneously, Without taking, without necessarily dealing damage, the effect is instead negated against the target, and the spell ends. So, if somehow you're in a situation where you were, uh, where you were about to get dropped by a shadow's strength draining ability, instead of its necrotic damage, and you had, you know, and you hadn't gone to zero hit points yet, that would stop you from dying instantly. Mm-hmm. It's protection from death. Yeah, it grants. Literally. Yeah. It's death ward. It's death ward. The, it's the, the spell is death ward. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And it grants you one mm. pass. I tend to him. Oh. I tend to him after this is done. Is this um something you could do again tomorrow, potentially? Yes. This is the limit of what I can do today. No, but I, I mean, would you mind if we came back to you tomorrow? No, so not if, at all. If this is still going on, I mean. Not at all. Please do. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. That's really, really helpful. I regret I cannot do more, but all that I will do, I can. You've made a huge difference. Have you you dealt with shadows or things like this before? Uh, Not uh, shadows. Uh, When I I was uh, assigned for a time to the uh, 17th uh, Grenadiers during the... uh, uh, Thirteen Years' War, uh, and I did, I did fight against uh, Thryne's uh, resurrectionists. Uh, so I have dealt with the undead before, but not not in manners such as this. And I have performed exorcisms against the incorporeal spiritual undead of this type, but again, but not specifically shadows. These are uh, these are known. Th- these are terrifying and as such whenever they are found they are hunted down understandably I was there are some they have been hunted there when they are found they are hunted down so thoroughly that many do not even believe they still exist obviously this is 
the case that they do. And sometimes in places, usually within Midmir, if one of the old towns that was destroyed by uh, Alderai, the uh, sorcerer and necromancer, is found, there will still be shadows within those. But, uh, Understood. Um, thank you for taking this seriously. Of course. You're one of the first that did, that hasn't actually, unfortunately, encountered these things. I will raise support, I will do everything I can to Thank stand you, um, let us know how it goes, we'll, we'll check in with you in your church. Okay. Some point. Do you think you could talk to the newspaper editor? Uh, that one, uh, what, you mean of the Gazette? <laughs> Uh, the Crosswater Sentinel. Sentinel, ah, yes. The, the Gazette was, went out of business three years ago. Uh, <laughs> the Sentinel. Uh, best of luck with that. Howard Blackbull is uh, known for being as stubborn as his namesake. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> right, we'll handle that, I guess. Yes. So, where are we going to start searching for these things? Well, we could see if my friends found anything. That might That's be a good true. start. Okay. Um, and, yeah, you head back down towards the Warrens. You find the uh, little spot where you left, uh, f- where you put Fred down. You find the small silver skull is there waiting for you. Uh, Any luck? Hey, boy, friend. Uh, good news and bad news. The uh, oh. good news is... Well, the bad news is I wasn't able to find any shadows in the sewers underneath the Warrens. The bad news is I did find a body like the ones you saw last night in the sewers towards the edge of the Warrens just before I started to run out of time and had to come back out. More towards the Glazer's Ward sewers? The new Glazer's Ward sewers, I should say. So, um... Yeah, okay. I'd say if, a, if you want to... That's where we start. I guess that's where? the place to start, isn't it, then? Uh, where are we starting, Skip? Wherever... Oh, right. <laughs> you guys still can't... <laughs> friend. Um, he found a body, but not any shadows. He ran out of time, so edge of Glazer's ward. Right. Hang on, I see. Specified new Glazer's Ward. New Glazer's Ward. Things. New Glazer's <laughs> Ward. New Glazer's yeah. Ward. That's different. That's different from the Glazer's Quarter. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, there's new Glazer's Ward and there's Glazer's Quarters. So, yeah. yeah, we used to get a new Glazer's Ward. Cool. Right, let's... Cool. Um, could could your friend tell you where, where he found the body? Like, exactly where? Uh, oh, sure Can thing. You? Yeah, yeah. Um, I could, if you want to, if you've got some way of getting down into, uh, into the sewers that, uh, you big folk <laughs> as, uh, can get down into, or, you know, you folk with bodies, then, uh, sure, I'd be happy to direct you. Okay. Let's find an entrance, I guess. Okay. Uh, do you want to search around for an entrance in the Warrens? Uh... I guess maybe Edge of New Glazer's Ward yeah. would be ideal. Edge of New yeah. Ward. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, yeah, give me a quick investigation check. Uh, can I do it with advantage? Is yeah, that go allowed? for it. Cool. Uh, 
it. 13. Um, One was a two, so it could have been worse. Yeah, there, there aren't that many entran- obvious entrances that you could easily fit into, except, of course, one that you've already been into before at New Glazer's Ward. Oh, yeah. Um, which yeah, is the House on Whitaker Grove. <laughs> Brilliant. Let's go down there. Okay. Heading back down there. Oh, there's probably a mouldy chill down there, isn't there? <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> um, the, uh, the the uh, uh, friend goes thinks okay um, it was broadly off in uh, that sort of direction no 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 go left 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 yes that sort of direction and as you're working your way through the tunnels it's going I feel like it was maybe off this way yeah maybe this way I mean I'm doing this like you know how you get there on the streets I've, I've not been through this entrance before um, you pretty quickly realise right. you're going in the direction towards where you left the tool hmm. good I'm going to keep a really close look out for anything I'm going to light us with dancing lights okay <laughs> dancing lights pop up just like surround us with yep. them around you okay can I ask uh, yeah can I ask for perception checks then please if you're keeping an eye out. sure one shit nine yeah. ten <laughs> uh twelve. Oh, oh no. hell guys <laughs> okay. okay you make Eight. your way uh, I also roll mate to be a better Okay. Yeah, it's usually us two, like, and the cousin actually does something on perception checks. You make your way back to as you're making your way through, you find yourself heading towards that sort of central hub point where you met the Trull before. And looking at you, you find yourself approaching. Um, I mean, I give you a choice. Do you guys? You, know, you need your. It looks like the route you'd want to be taking is broadly through one of the other uh, uh, through one of the other I'm going to say if you remember the old the sort of crossroads at the Chul place it would be going west down the western passageway the one you didn't cross into to get mm. to where you need to go from this direction uh, would you guys want to approach from the south the direction you originally approached or from the east where the portcullis was the now very sort of Moulded apart. I guess the south, because we know there's no traps there. Yeah, but we're going to keep an eye out for anything we may have missed last time. Okay. You find yourself back at the. Okay, yeah. Um, give me, give me an investigation check then, if you're thoroughly watching the area. Me. Or anyone. Anyone. All right. All. Anyone? I guess. Eighteen. Mother funster. Seven. Okay, so you're making you make your way back up through the main entryways before to the south. You find the barricade of rubble that the Chul had built, and as you're about to make your way through, Celestia, hold up a hand. You can see where you didn't discover it before, but the barricade is actually propped up with old bo- with bones in such a way that it's designed to crumble onto anyone who might accidentally disturb those bones. As they passed through the entryway, this was a crude chul trap. You can also see the um, remains of the chul still floating uh, on the water. Uh, actually, no, it wasn't floating in the water. You dragged it onto the side, so yeah. still on this uh, on the side near the portcullis. Looking at it in the light, it's a bit hard to tell, but it seems to be 
very heavily decayed. The chitin has broken and cracked. The remaining bits of chul meat are are withered and and blackened and mouldy. Is this a normal amount of decay for the time? Make a nature can, check. Or yeah, a medicine can check. Can I make a nature check? Yeah, can I help Cordin? Yes, if right? you're making, both making nature checks. Okay. So, Sammy, make it with advantage, because I'm going to help you. Is this really something you can help with? Oh, you don't yeah, have I'll, to let me help, that's all right. I'll say, no, I'm going to ask you to make those checks individually, if that's all right. Okay, so, Sam, take your first one. Okay. Um, well, that was not very good, though. Eleven. Uh, Ten. For both of you, you can tell that this is this is a level of ex- decomposition you'd expect from maybe a week or two rather than two days. Okay, be on your guard. Right. I don't know that uh, they can feed on dead things, but that's... I mean, they can definitely rot things, can't they? Their presence rots things, I suppose that could be enough. But that means that there's definitely some down here, or that they've been through here at least. Yeah, there must be. Well, I think the body and this confirm they're down here somewhere. Well, All let's right, keep let's looking. Yeah. Okay. Um, how long uh, does that potion of resist necrotic last? One hour. One hour. Uh, is it worth it? I'd say pop it when we get in combat. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel. Okay. We've discussed that a potion is a bonus action, isn't it? Uh, drinking a... Drinking a health potion drinking yourself. Drinking a health potion, health potion yourself is a bonus action. With other potions, I think it's generally a standard action. Okay. Um, just because otherwise you could get that off with... A... I mean, I'll do one check, but otherwise you could just neck, say, a potion of fire breathing. And then immediately... Yeah, know, that seems that seems balanced and fair. Yeah. So. I just, I had it in my head that it was the action rather than the potion that was important, but that's that's fine. <sighs> no, I'm, I'm no the, in fairness, the action good. is the important thing there. Uh, I'll say no, with No, but some... I'm happy to go with whatever rule you have, like your DM. It's cool. <laughs> it's all good. No, no, it's the action that's the important thing. You can drink a potion on a, on a bonus action and feed it on a on a standard. That's the if that's the rule that is the rule I've gone with thus far effectively. So we'll make that the rule. Okay. Again, if you'd rather not, I don't no, mind. That's fine. So um, now that you've seen how the barricade is rigged to crumble, you can safely move around it. Don't forget, however, that the centre of this chamber is has has been dug out and is water. So if you want to get to the eastern side, uh, you will probably need to swim through. Oh, well, let's go for it. Okay. Can't we go around the outside? Uh, ooh. Yeah, there is arguably, if you, clear, if, you clang, if you cling onto the barricade itself, you could try and walk around the outside. This would be in... I want to say an athletics check from everyone to do that, though. Yeah, all right. All right, happily. Ceci's going to be in the water in three seconds, but I'm giving it a go anyway. <laughs> oh, that's not bad, actually. 16. 18. 11. Okay. Uh, Scamp. Shadows don't need to breathe, do they? The three of you make <laughs> their way around around the edge. Um, in what order do you go? Who goes first, essentially? Can someone um, check the water as we go? I'll go <laughs> first, lights. and yes, I will. Are you saying this in character? 
Yes. Okay, I put a couple. They don't need to breathe. I put a couple of lights in the water. Okay, make a perception check. Twelve. Fucking hell. Oh, actually, that's um, that's seventeen. Okay. Looking down, when the, as the two, there are two lights still in the air in the middle of the up above, two lights go down, causing you staring down. You see four shadowy figures at the oh, bottom okay. of the pool. Shit. Looking up, you see three more. Pressed, you know, squeezing into the space atop the barricade. Oh. And that is where we will pick up next time. Ah, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. You're the worst. <laughs> okay, so thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. And farewell from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs. Fair seas and natural twenties. The truth like water in your hands, you hunt in darkness for a chance. When future plots are glimpsed ahead, you'll wish you'd stayed at home in bed. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Calcineer. No Kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear.